Hey, Bri, doesn't it suck that the boss is always over our shoulder when we try to talk? Jay, he should be entertained by us. Let's get out of here and finish this conversation. All right, as long as it's not work-related. Jay! B! How's it going? I think I just ruined the whole beginning of the check, check, check. I'm doing great. <laughs> I want to welcome everyone to the Work-Related Podcast. We are related by work on X. Yes. Dumpster fire that is X. Um, did you post our pictures from our 100th anniversary, 100th episode? What, what pictures would there have been? Did we take any pictures for our 100th anniversary? We did. 100th I don't remember. episode. We didn't take no pictures. Well, Selena took pictures. Oh, shit. Yeah, I did. No, I didn't post those. Oh. Uh, you know what? That's hilarious. <laughs> um, you know what? I think that's a little bit self. If the thought uh, came across my head to do it, you said it's a no? little condescending. Or not. It's too full of yourself to post that picture no it's an accomplishment i guess so come on jay um i don't know maybe that's what i thought i don't know i don't even think i thought of posting it for some reason probably didn't you know how i am i fucking have to be dragged and screaming (laughs) kicking and screaming into this uh this world i think i was so dejected that nobody cared about my sunrise picture oh you're like Like that beautiful fucking story and the whole thing and i look at it's like not a not a single person cared x is on my is now my ex Oh, no, you can't come up the title without the, we didn't even know we were going to say that. Uh, X is not my X. I've still been on it. You yeah. can't, I've been, I went on it for our whole, um, uh, the whole, like the whole Diddy thing, like just getting oh, yeah. you to teach me, you know, no, but like running that line, like what am I not understanding what's going on out there? And I can just get over the uh, CCTV shootings and all that other bullshit. Yeah. <clears throat> Whatever's my fault with the algorithm. Um, it's, this is crazy, too. I'm not even know why I'm talking about this for every way. Uh, the, uh, on my own Twitter, for some reason, I, this is years ago, some weird farm from Britain came onto my feed. And it, this guy does this every morning. He calls this his morning rush hour. Yeah. And some old English farmer guy like, opens the barn door and like thousands, hundreds of animals come out. And he's like, he names them all or all this. And I think people, you know, whatever, message him about the fucking sheep and the ducks and all these things. And it's nothing but, nice yeah but i don't seek it out <laughs> it like it's, i guess it's yeah like i'm fucked i want to see all the other shit i think deep down inside yeah then i don't go seek it like enough of a reason comes i don't know like for a while i liked it but i don't don't seek it out now hmm. so like i can't blame on the theme of not blaming the algorithm you know like it's me or whatever but uh uh what i will like for twitter now is i didn't put on I'm, i was going to send out uh, our Home Alone uh, project is oh, done. Oh, yes. Um, yes. We have talked Lego for a, a bit for now, but uh, admittedly so, I stole your Home Alone idea. Mm-hmm. At first, I remember, I don't know what episode it was, but I was like, I'm so opposed to it. Yeah. Something like that. I said the movie didn't hold that kind of, uh, it had that much hold on me or something. Yeah. And I was like, why would I buy a $400 set that I don't have, like, I will for the Disney castle, but for Home Alone, I was like, I don't know, because I like arguing with you for something. More than just it's one fun. reason. It is fun. You make it fun. Um, <laughs> and so, but then I went, you know, back on my word. And all of a sudden I was obsessed with it. And now you're done it. And we're done it. And I started off and said, we ended up watching the movie. And so I will post it because we did it too. <clears throat> so I saw on Twitter, on the good side of Twitter, somebody had put the, uh, the Santa sleigh on top of the uh, Home Alone house. Yeah. And I showed you, I said, so we did the same thing. Yeah. We, we started off that village that we, again, stealing your mom's idea, you know, <laughs> although she stole it from somebody else. Yep. Some, no, more people than have thought of that. And um, in our dusty collection of uh, Legos that we buy, because I, I love, like, 
whatever. I just need to buy things at certain times. Yeah. You know how they, they get you. Um, that, um, yeah, we got all this Christmas shit that we're not even going to get to now. But uh, we so we saw this whole thing. Oh, we can build this. We, we can justify. And so I think, I don't know if I said it on air, so I told you, Home Alone was the best build I think we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I said it, it doesn't really matter. But but part of me is I feel guilty because we can both do the same sets, but I, I, so far we haven't. Uh, no, I haven't we, built we our have, camera yet. Yeah, I was about to say we have one set that's the same. Yeah, but you haven't built that yet. Uh, yeah, I want to do the Home Alone. Uh, I really want to do it. We just have to figure a place to put it. That sort of thing. This is why we justify it as a Christmas thing. Yeah, like I don't know if we're going to like put it away. That's what I was about to ask you. I don't know either. We we're lucky enough to have a, like a lot of space like in their house, yeah, for just random storage shit that ends up just turning into more storage shit. Mm-hmm. You just had a, a purge, yeah. You got rid of shit. You feel you feel oh, good about that. Feel, right? It looks good every time you go down in the basement. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's like a, a like a feel. Yeah, but we I, kept I know all our saying. Lego boxes though. What we kept all our Lego boxes. Though. Why you're gonna resell them? I don't know. I just just can't get rid of them. Even the boxes look good. Yeah, they do, don't they? <laughs> I like this other boxes too. I get it. And uh, part of me thinks that for one day I'm going to have to eventually sell these. You know what I mean? And so it'll be good to have the box. Yeah. <clears throat> Although getting back to Home Alone, I didn't need the box to buy the Home Alone. Oh, yes. I'm guessing somebody fucking uh, ransacked the box who worked at Toys R Us or Lego or something Yeah. and filled it up with sandbags. And so maybe it was the guy you got it from. Could be. Congratulations. You got my fuck 250 bucks. And you got your house. For like like uh, almost half price. Yeah. So I mean, when you when when you said you started it and like we were talking about it, we we looked online. This was like uh, this was like probably maybe early December, late yeah. no, late November ish, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's when we talked right? about it more. And it was in back order till like February. And then I looked recently, and it was gonna ship December twelfth, but we didn't order it because like. We can't, I don't know. We can't justify where to put it yet. Like I would put it in this studio at some point, but we don't have a shelf yet. So we have to get a shelf first. And um, the the rumors of the camera, the Polaroid camera is coming out in January and that would complete our collection downstairs. So do we do that first? Like, do we do the home alone? Do we do that and then do the home alone? And on top of that, I'm pretty sure we kind of decided that we we're going to do a car collection after this and do all the cars so like where does the home alone fit then where do we put that like i don't know i don't know so it fits in the fact that you love lego and i love home alone and, I and love that's home the part you house. so i don't i think you're, you're trying a little too hard you it's but a weird time to justify we're curating our collection that's the thing yes and i don't i don't have an uh, answer for where you should put it randomly because the studio is still in this you know area of of, of construction not so much but you know i mean i I think, well, this is for me personally, I don't know where we're going to keep it after Christmas, Yeah, but we're going to keep it somewhere. Like the the reason why I think you should get it is because you love Lego and you love Home Alone, just like you said. And why it's such a good build is I've never, even compared to the Disney castle, I've never seen so much detail mm-hmm. packed into one fucking package. Like the the whole front of the whole house opens up yeah right like with the swings open and like all the rooms have all this detail everything is just the care it's it's lego at its best yeah and it's um uh it's related to this like great christmas movie 
but that's that's all reasons why we should get it but there's still if we build it and we just leave it on our kitchen counter is this pointless so you think you're overthinking it like my point is made that you just love lego yeah the thing i hated about it is because it, it was all bl- brown brick and my old eyes can't distinguish how oh, it, yeah, it was thing. really hard yeah like I, it, I but i don't know how you get over that like when you see it I'll all be done with that because this is what working as a team does she's mm-hmm. better she can see it like more like that we had to kind of change how we build things to do this one and we've made more mistakes and we had to go back and change because of the how hard it is to see the brown on brown crime <laughs> and uh brown on brown crime. <laughs> but it as a finished product like legos it's an a plus plus yeah and you are um uh, whatever all the good things about building the piano the concord um and and the vessel all those things it has that yeah it has that in, in everything and i'm as not even as a big fan of the movie as you i just love seeing that i built it yeah like for sure. so you, you will find room for it i don't know where i don't see it downstairs now but for some reason the vespa doesn't fit your fucking narrative it the does Vespa's with the polaroid f- camera the it Vespa, does with this but the Vespa's not in that collection I think okay. Well, even, then, if you want my advice, the, even the Concord is Christmas, not supposed to stay. Make a there. Christmas collection. But then, where do we put it after Christmas? Where you put the Concord? We don't know. That's, so that's you'll the figure thing. it out. Build it, was, it, and they will come. It was supposed to go here, but obviously, it's finding a home downstairs because that's where it is now. Okay, so I think this is what every person has a problem with. Yeah, I don't know when you turn into Brixie, and you have a basement full of it. But that guy didn't start like so. Shit collects dust. If you collect things, it eventually just collects dust. But I want to display it. And so, yes, I'm not saying you have to like hide it into a room. Like, I have a vision that like the the Santa, like the sled that's on top. I can't believe we're talking about this. So much. <laughs> the sled that's on top of the, the house right now, right? Like, I'll I'll send our tweet. I, I just admit it. I know I stole this from the internet before I put it on my own Twitter. Yep, uh, it was but, your you know, idea. It's uh, it's, <laughs> as long as I don't say it was my idea, I get called out on it. The uh. Uh, so the Santa sled looks great. Like it's actually so much more expensive than it fucking should be. Yeah. And what's weird, I bought it cheaper than I know it for like going for now. Yeah. So I kind of feel a bit of pride for that. Like that's this commodity part. That's why you keep the box because it's a commodity. Exactly. Um, and um, so I'm, I think I'm going to be able to find the, a space for the home alone place because I don't have this uh, theme problem that you do. Yeah. But the Santa sled has this zero room. The Santa sled is, has to go and hide away for the next 11 months Yeah. after this. And you know what? That's fine. You know what? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. But that's fine. It's fine because it's not a $400 piece and you don't feel you're losing something like that. But the idea that I, I'm going to put that Santa piece back out there yeah. and it's, I bought it for 50. You can't buy it for any less than 88 now. And next year, because it's going to be retired or whatever the fuck it is, you'll see it for 120 and you go, ah, I got that for 80. And then somebody behind me is like, ah, I got that for 50. But I just, now I get to put it out. Yeah. And now I get to build other things. You know what? I think I might do it just for that reason. Have it out as a Christmas thing. On Christmas. It's a mom's tradition. I know, yeah. I know it's $400 and whatever, but, you know, put it in the box when you put away the Christmas tree. We have a bunch of those plastic tote bins and whatnot. Put it in there and then Christmas time comes out. Oh, the Home Alone house comes out. Oh, everybody see it. We could put it on the shelf in the hallway. That's what I'm oh, telling can you. Can it fit there? Downstairs? Yes, it's not as big as you think. It might be able to fit on that, yeah, your elf in the shelf shelf. Yeah. 
So this is so I'm going to bring okay. that up. So this is a whole different thing. So you're doing Elf on a Shelf for the kids. Yes. Like I don't know why you would bring this brand new tradition into your life, Selena. Don't blame like, you. Obviously, she let wanted it happen to do too. it. I told her last year. I told her no, I don't want to do it. And then this year, like they apparently the boys have been talking about it. I think they had oh, one so in their she class. Says, yeah, I know, right? And then I said, fine, whatever. Let's just do it and whatnot. So yeah, we started the elf on the shelf thing. The boys separately have one in each of their classes. You think? Uh, I think. Or the school? Yeah, they I must. have no idea. It's probably Elfe on the selfie or some oh, shit. I don't know. Your French, your French. <laughs> uh, Elf on the Shelf was never not a thing when I was a kid. No, it didn't exist. Is it like how old is Elf on the Shelf? Do you know? Uh, I think it's pretty recent. I've only heard like like other podcast people talk about it. It was like it's a nightmare for for a parent to do for their kid, and then yeah. that's over. So it. Um, I can see why it would be a nightmare. Right now, it's easy because the kids are it's new for the kids, so they're just excited about whatever he does. Like you know. Like at the first day, like they, we had the elf on the shelf on the kitchen, the the island, and it was just sitting there like in the box and whatever before the first thing he did. And so when he got out, air quotes, I just ripped open the box and threw the box on the floor like he escaped. So and I put him in their toy room. That's cute. So when they came down, they're like, he escaped the box and all this stuff. So they, they actually like legit feel like he's real. Like he's like, uh, we had him, um, We've had him climb. So he's he's climbed to the top of our Lego shelf, <laughs> right? And he sat on top. And then he had dropped a string the next night and climbed inside the shelf with the key and sat on the piano. That's sweet. Right? And then he had, what did he do after that? He's done a bunch of shit. He's, they did Santa pictures. So the day they got the Santa pictures, he opened through the envelope and threw the pictures all over and was sitting there looking at them. At That's the fucking excellent. He's, uh, he's had one where he's hanging Spider-Man from the top of the bookshelf on the other side of the living room. He's hanging Spider-Man from there, hanging by his hand. And he's uh, he's doing in a podcast studio. He was sitting in front of it with the <laughs> microphone. And... Yeah, so he's done a he's done a couple things. We have a couple more ideas that we're saving to do, but so far it's been easy ish. It sounds like you're embracing it. I think uh, you're using up all your great ideas. I'm just trying my best year. to make it. Yeah, so that when I kill him at the end of the year, so there's this funny one where I've seen on Instagram where they have a plate, and then it's the dad. He's like, "I'm so over this elf in the shelf shit," and he has a whole bunch of chicken wing bones put together in the shape of the elf and then a note that said sorry i ate your elf he's never coming back i think that's so the, the only shelf thing is that he dead. had to fucking do to get stop this nonsense that's right. the elf is dead how many years do you think it took him to get to that point i think it took him probably one month <laughs> <laughs> he only did it one year yeah he was like fuck it i think you're pretty creative it sounds like you have no problem coming up with ideas for this year for sure yeah the problem is gonna be how do you do multiple years and keep it fresh? i think you might be even good for next year i don't yeah that's the problem when they get more cynical yeah when they are uh when they get to the realization yeah that it's obviously not escape the box by himself yeah he's obviously my parents have to do this my dad comes home every night so yeah I, so <laughs> they fucking they'll be fucking with you with that um and then so you but this tradition that you started but i think rather than it being a tradition i think it will be good I know Selena probably won't agree. I think it would be good if you just put the effort into the first year and then just 
call it quits because then they'll always have that memory of the first year. They won't lose it after the years or they get older and they're just like, yeah, dad's doing this or mom's doing this. Like if you keep, you know, when you do something when you're young and it doesn't matter what happens after that, you have that belief at that time. And then in the future, you can always look back and remember that you have a certain a certain attachment to it more than it getting stale and getting old. Uh, you just gave our fucking listeners a very nice Christmas present just now because the facade of the heartless Arliss it just like, oh, washes away right oh, there shit. because shit. you willingly do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's perfect. That's what the whole thing is about. Yeah. Like, it's fun to fucking mock what it will turn into. But the my wife, I'm sure Selena, like, the 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 moments they cling on to maybe too much is this moment right here. Yeah. The fact they're all in. Yeah. Like the fact that they can actually believe he escapes. Yeah, it's hilarious. Like it's the like you cannot imagine that. <laughs> Selena says she wakes up in the morning when she, when they go look for the elf in the morning, she can hear them laughing at the shit that he's doing, and it's like. <laughs> I think people, you know, other than heartless heartlesses, people will like like reminisce about that shit. Yeah. You know I mean, you don't harp that it doesn't happen anymore, but the fact that it's happening now yeah. is like magic. Yeah. That is the magic of Christmas. Exactly. Right? Like it takes all the other bullshit away yeah. and it's just like this is the what you embrace. And so in that same vein, the home alone is your elf on the shelf. Absolutely. And you just put them together. And I don't have to fucking put them out all over the place every year. Well, you just do it, you know, you can't. <laughs> so I, I hear so I, I would recommend if I could. If I had the means, if I, if also, if, if I didn't think uh, you would be upset for me, for us buying some, I would want to buy it for you guys. Like if you would, like no, there's no, that person no. that's way too much money to skip, I get it. Yeah. But if money wasn't an object, I would buy it to make sure you had it. Because out of all the things, it's the perfect other than Bradbury. Like it, it, it encapsulates everything. Everything about Lego as an adult doing there's a tint of nostalgia. Yeah. Right? Like you're doing it like, really? 18 plus? You have to explain to people? Yeah. Right? No, no. I'm an adult. Like, no, I'm honestly, not doing kids' toys. Honestly. Honestly. Kids can't afford these things. That's your biggest line. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like, so, but you know you're doing it for nostalgic reasons. And mm -hmm. so that, it has it all. And so we, I've never built anything so fast. I don't have it timed. Right? Like yep. I never went from the day to day. But last week, like I told, I think I said, we did it like on a Thursday just to get it done before Christmas, to get the village thing part done. Um, so it's we did five bags in one night to finish Holy. it. Holy. And it was torture. Like Worth it, though. Only because I didn't have to do it on Sunday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because my football was coming and I didn't want to do it. So, uh, but they got me because it was just like one more bag. Like we couldn't stop at 22. Yeah. We were right there. Okay, well, that's just 23. Well, what? We're going to stop with one bag to go? No, you can't do so that. So it was like our last session was like, it was like a four hour session. Like our backs are fucking God sore. Damn. It was just like, but um, we had, you know, you do the whole, like, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but it just all comes together fucking. Yeah. It was already nice, neat, and tidy before that, but it's just like, oh, yes, like we'll finish it. I just didn't want to. I don't know. Like the only thing that would make it better, like we talked before, is like if we did it with the lights, because I've seen it like Are on. You going to? Are you guys planning to? We'll see. It's a thought. I one of the sets that we have that's a Christmas set that we're not going to build now before Christmas is uh, we have lights with it, and I think we'll build it with the lights on it too. We are we're going to experiment. Yeah. But like it, it definitely enhances the fucking product. Yeah, I seen some of them come up on Instagram. Actually, the Home Alone one came up. I'm like, it does look nice. I don't know if I want to do it because I don't know how much the lighting, if it's annoying. So I'll wait till you guys do it. 
<laughs> I can tell you my default will probably be annoying. Um, but the, uh, and even this is fun when we're doing the, the last little bit of, or one of the last little things of the Home Alone is you put like the, the lights, not real lights, but like the display lights that they have. Mm-hmm. Like they have a string of Christmas lights that run from like both sides of the, like the front of the house. Yep. Those were so tedious. Oh God. And they're fake. Right, like the fact oh, of fucking yeah. like sticking little LEDs, like when you see it, it looks so easy. On that's like everything, it looks so easy on the internet. So, oh, God. but when you see it done, it, 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 it's the only other thing. I think, I think I'm, it's so easy for us to just buy shit and do that. Adding lights to it is just like it's it's not unnecessary. Yeah, but, but it also might be the thing that slows us down. It might, but like you said, it does add to it. Every time I see it, I'm like, okay. It like adds that little, especially when it's something that uh, actually could use lights, like the houses or in the, um, what else did I freaking see? Can't remember. But like those things, like it's just like, yeah, like that makes sense. So like the foosball table I've seen with lights, it doesn't need it, but when you see it. It looks better? Yes, because- Whatever, like it just it just it kind of highlights it. Like these guys aren't just throwing lights randomly. No, no, for they've sure. engineered. These are just like um, like ordinary citizens. Or they whatever. did it randomly. I wouldn't buy it. I just go buy my own string lights. But it, basically, that's it. It's just somebody who's put more thought into it. It's the same yeah, person yeah. who's made the the camera. Yeah. The extreme example is the the artist you just showed me. Oh yeah, who builds the shit like all pure. Like he's a, uh, he's he's a black guy, but he builds everything out of not just because of that. But they're all black tiles. Yeah. And he has this uh, African message that he has in all his pieces. But everything and he's is- Canadian. What? And he's Canadian. African well, I meant he has like I this know, like Afro-Canadian I to, theme. I wanted them to know. I didn't like know that either, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a Canadian. Yeah, um, And it's just shit. a mind-blowing pieces, right? I just see it and it's like one of his things is everything is all black. And it's really hard after building this, these, this brown brick building thing. It's like to get- definition or distinction yeah or something like out of those you really have to monochrome like uh different levels and like there was that one piece he had i don't know if you saw it with all the triangle pieces in it and it was like layer type of a thing i think it was in ears or some shit like that that's like the only way you could do it and how much work and time is that going to take i don't think people understand but yeah like but they don't you have to be a certain type of person to care in the first place yeah right like we care you whatever we care for a certain art lover sense i'm just going to guess you like you went to that show like you seek out art quote unquote more than like i do or you appreciate art in a different way or your way so there's that artist element like i can look at this guy and just like oh my god what an artist like these he created that by himself and i look at it like this guy made it out of fucking lego yeah right and this is a whole fucking well, that's why I like so you haven't got oh we talked about new blanche continue yeah that's what i mean so I like the idea of it. I don't seek it out. Yeah. Like I'm just uh, too old and grumpy and tired. I'm not going to spend my time running downtown to fucking look at those. You'd be surprised how nice it is. Uh, I would. Right. I would. I would love if somebody did an art Lego installation down there. I think that's the only parts I like about it is the fact that I think this is what I like about art. Now we're getting to an art conversation. Go ahead, please. Is that. Um, I feel like it's so hard for, how do you come up with this shit? Is basically what, like, how do you come up with the shit that you're doing? That's one thing I like, that's why I like art in certain arts and certain, paintings I don't get, to be honest. I don't understand paintings and like the Mona Lisa and all that. Like, I don't get all that. But when you're doing something like as grand as those pieces we saw, like, how do you picture, 
doing it out of Lego is one thing, but making that up in your mind the first place to get there and to add themes on top of that and to actually have a story. That's the same thing in Nui Blanche. Is like they had like it's like massive like building size art installations, or some of them were just projectors, or some of them were like an underground garage fill, which we talked about, or stuff like that. Like, how do you come up with this shit in your mind? Like, I just don't, I just don't, you got to be really, really high. <laughs> well, that's why it invokes the highness because it, it triggers something it, that creativity that, 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 um, you that like makes us less rigid. Like it, it expands it. Like it's when we're talking about the movie, I want to talk about, it's like, there is always a message. It's not just, it's uh, 11.45 on the clock. It's yeah. like, what does that mean to the message they're trying to send? Yeah. And I think you can get hoity-toity about it and just like your message is, um, you're, you're trying to give me a message more than give me good art. The best thing is when it's meld perfectly. Yeah. Right? Like, um, um, or like, uh, like you can, the longer you go, you can have like a theme or whatever. I think when it comes to, I agree, I think I agree with you when you say like something like the Mona Lisa. So it's like, I can see a picture of a chick. I can see something like it's not a uh, an idea right out of your mind, yeah. right? Like it's existed. I can see a person smiling or sitting like that or whatever. The idea where it becomes art is the interpretation of the artist. Yeah, it's like how how he drew her smile. Yeah, right. Like I I don't get it either, right? Yeah. But I'm not an, in this. But that. like it's the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is like there's something to it. Right? It's just like it's not. Part of it becomes this, like, who did it and then the names attached to it. And if this was made by an unknown person, like, how many other Mona Lisas are out there that should be appreciated like that? Yeah. And then you can just, like, who gets to be the gatekeeper on what art we get to see? And that's why you're the type of person I see is you see art in everything, right? Like, that's why you like a, a fucking, like, a, a beautiful building. Like, art yeah. is an architecture. That's what yeah, welding, sure. like, we, there's an artistic way of how you weld, or how you used to weld. Um, and how you can, um, you know, make, make everything art. A phone is art to you. Absolutely. How did they make that? But it's got a function to it. A painting has zero function other than to trigger thoughts. And those thoughts are all legit. If you try to make it like, oh no, it has to be this. Yeah. It's like, no, you can't make me think, you know what I mean? Like it's when you're dealing with how I interpretate, or like the interpretation of things, that's where it gets kind of, I don't know. Like, I think the more open you are, the more you you might receive how like the Mona Lisa is just as beautiful as the fucking the sculpture the guy made out of Lego. Yeah, yeah. They're just different. I want to go to an art gallery. I wish I went to an art gallery when I was in New York last time. I even a museum. Yeah, in the states. Yeah, come on, well, no, man. just New York. Like, not what you fucking. Come on, New York, New York, New York. Yeah, city. You, yeah, of course you. Well, there's a million other the, things to do. I know, but like, if you if you want to go to, you don't want to go to one in Toronto. Like, there's one in Toronto, but like, how dare you? You exactly. can't discount it. I, I don't mean, know. Come on, Jay. It's not going to be the same. Yes, as but it a wasn't. Mecca. It wasn't my first thought when I was there. When are you guys going back to New York? I fucking would love to fucking go to New York anytime. We we consider maybe going last. No, we like it's always <laughs> up there, but it's. It's a different trip. Yeah. Like, it's a weird thing. Yeah. Like, it's it's something, why I, before you fucking chop my head off, I said it when I left, it's like, oh, we could have done that. Yeah. Right? You just don't realize what you could have, like, other things you could have done. You're just so overwhelmed with your choices. Of so much shit to, to do. But to discount the one in Toronto, because it's not New York, is retarded. No. Because there's still the same shit inside. No. You don't know what's there. I know. You're just 
What do you mean? I've looked it up though. So I, you've got it. The AGO. Who's the people lining up to go? The AGO, the Art Gallery of Ontario. It's actually a beautiful building. It's actually really nice. But they show some of the pieces that are in there, like the the things, like the paintings and stuff. And I was like, mm, I would go, but I, it's not gonna be New York. It's not gonna be freaking uh, in Italy. A freaking art gallery in Italy. It's not going to be any of those. It's just going to be. When does an entity or a thing or a person just rest on their laurels? Like when does Louis like Blanche? Yeah, that's so that's way that. better art gallery than the AGO probably is. No, but that's so. But yeah, because you just like are automatically going to assume if you're in Italy or New York that it's better because it's Italy or New York because that's what they rest on. Yeah, but then it doesn't. That's those. That's old news. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how how long? Like their 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 story might be passed. You know what I mean? Like you you they're yeah. they're they're giving you you know what I mean? Like they just like oh of course it's gonna be good because it's New York. Like it's the same thing as like it's just like they're 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 they're, well, they're, they're they don't have to prove anything. They don't, but they get the money to go out and um, get these art things in their place. You think uh, people are in Ontario are seeking out the AGO that much that they have enough funding to bring certain um, art pieces to their gallery. I doubt it. I think that, uh, I think that the, just like everything, that's how money ends up corrupting it. Like yeah. you're going to have young, hungry artists that have no choice, yep. but to get their stuff in the Ontario gallery first. That's true. And it's like, yeah. Oh, well, you know what I mean? Like there's no, I can't compete against these, um, I can't, I, I, I can't compete against uh, most. If I'm making my own beer, you have to go to a craft beer store. Yeah. Nobody's going to realize it. And so it's like, Yo, well, you can't be as good as Molson's or Budweiser. So, well, yeah, actually it is. But the word isn't out yet. That's true. And so it's just like, well, Italy's not going to buy fucking uh, uh, Heartless Studio beer. Nope. They're going to fucking buy Molson's. And, you know what I mean? Like they put it in there. So you'll really miss it. Like you really have to be good. You can find a hidden gem. I think nothing is, everything's a hidden gem. And it gets exploited. And, it gets, and art is so, like like I said, like fucking um, subjective. Yeah. Right? And then we're fed these narratives of what we're supposed to like and what we're supposed to fucking do and who decides what's popular. Yeah. Right? Like way back before you, we used to only have three TV channels. All the ratings never get the same ratings that the A-team used to get. What's a TV channel? And so, <laughs> exactly, right? And so you don't know. So yeah. a good TV show is ho- to- is totally different than it was before. Yeah. And um, so yeah, is this who the gatekeepers are? Art is always getting produced. Yeah. That's, that's what true. that's what's the best part about graffiti. Oh, I love graffiti. What's the worst part about graffiti? You're fucking vandalizing public vandal- somebody's it's property. It's illegal. What if your car got fucking graffiti on it? I'd be pissed. Yeah, but what unless if- it looked beautiful, it would only look beautiful <laughs> on somebody else's car. Right? You're right. <laughs> so that's the, the, the buck ends up stopping. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like uh, it, it, it affects on what you think of the art and how it affects you personally. Yeah. And so this is why who is paying for this gallery? Who is doing like, I'm not just trying to fucking down, but that's where art can get corrupted like that. Did you know that there's an art gallery in Mississauga? Probably not. I'm going to say no. Right by Cele- Celebration Square. Oh, like uh, by Square One. Yeah, yeah. There's an art gallery uh, in there. A lot of constru- lot of traffic around there. Construction. I know. I try to right? stay away. Um, so my stepdad lives. Do you think that art? Um, do you think when somebody makes an art, whether it's a movie or music or whatever, 
what matters more? Is it what they're intending to send out, the message they're intending to send out, or how it's interpreted? Like, like, because in a lot of movies, right, we have, like, we get a lot of interpretation and whatnot, but unless you hear it from the director themselves what they were trying to do, you never 100% know what they're actually trying to do and how many people seek out interviews with Quentin Tarantino and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, well, I think that's a loaded question. I think it's depending on if are you looking to make money? Are you are you investing in TV shows and movies just to get your money back? Yeah. Or are you investing in movies and TV shows to get a narrative? Or is it like something you actually believe? Like the 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 black uh tile, like the the Canadian African he has a message he wants to send. Yeah. Right? Like it's 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 he gets like but he he wasn't hammering at home. Yeah. His art is so good, you can't help well, but you hear. figured it out right from the beginning. But you but even just said it. Saying, because it was so good. Yeah. Right? Like uh, this like uh really artistic newbie like way I think. <laughs> I that's what so that's great art every way you look at it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I can look I could like try to nitpick on something like that, but that why that was appealing to me, right? Yeah. Um, but I saw you work it out, not to cut you off. I saw you work it out. First, you're like, yeah, the black tiles. But then you, I wasn't saying anything. You were like the black tiles and you're like, oh yeah, but you know, I guess it makes sense for the message. You had this whole conversation with yourself about what this whole art, and we only, we only watched half the video and the whole video was 10 minutes. But he was easy to listen to. True. He was. He wasn't braggadocious. I know, honey, I know that's not a real word, but he wasn't (laughs) like, hey, 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 listen to my message. He was like. I made this. What do you th- like? You, think, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I did that. You can't help but love what he did. Mm-hmm. It's when you get like, it's when, um, it's why it's always a surprise to me when we talked before that there is a message behind movies and shows. Mm-hmm. I've I go into these things just wanting to be entertained, and sometimes accidentally get hit over the head with something. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's like really apparent, and sometimes it's not. And when I think you've always because of your film class stuff and you did that like you know this is why you were like you look uh sound or not surprised or you're surprised to you to tell me that oh you're you're surprised that I don't think there's a message behind stuff mm-hmm. sorry stuff around like something I thought was like brand new to me you're like well I went to classes I obviously know why they do these things mm-hmm. they never don't do it with a purpose you're not cynical like uh, like a flat earther yeah like like what like we're lied to all the time you're just like um you're just like wondering in a way like oh why did they draw it like this or why did they say it like this you'll re-watch the sopranos and just like okay i know they're gonna kill p- pussy in three years how are they showing me they're gonna do this yeah and it's always a shock to me that there is an actual showing you that they're gonna do this yeah like i like just like entertainingly watch these kind of things and have to be like um kicking and not like just kind of like like pulled into that, that that narrative so i've never ever looked at a painting and seen what it's actually supposed it's like kind of like True. like i have to kind of like see it like that I, I always just take it for what it is yeah like when you see those people uh usually in movies they just stand and they just stare at the painting for like minutes and they're just like staring at it and staring at it like what are you seeing? Like we've, so, you also in those same kind of movies, you can mock somebody like that. Yeah, for right. Sure. Like in movies, the same. I'll just say in the same example. Somebody will like in a comedy kind of way just be like, 
oh yeah, so blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, right? and, yeah. they'll, and they'll be like talking to the artist. Yeah. And they'll be saying, well, maybe they're just like kind of showing you the... <laughs> oh, no, no, I no, think it's No, I've uh, seen this. And okay, okay. <laughs> and that's, it's funny, but it's true. It is true. Right? Because it's like, it's a mind. It's the thing, not to even jump, but get the same subject. It's why even like Ozempic or V or any kind of mind-altering drugs Really, you can't tell me how they're going to do to me what they do to you. Yeah. I treat it like art. I'm not treating the drug as art. But it's just like my mind is so powerful. I can look at the same thing as you are, and you see this, I see that. And when they're good, you know what I mean? Like when when you watch me kind of dissect this guy's message or whatever, you're just like, oh, yeah, I kind of saw that. I've I've looked at other African art, and I can see that, and I can see the sense, and I see that. I'm like, even say something stupid like, oh, some color would be good in that. You go, you don't understand this guy's message. Like, he can't. That's the last thing you should say to this guy. And what was the one color he did use? The brown tiles. <laughs> <laughs> no, the owl was black... kind of gold. No, that was white. Ah. But he made a, a black Jedi. Yes. Oh, that. Oh, the brown guy. Yeah, yeah. the black guy. The, and that was sick. That was sick. Like, I don't, like, so he just kept coming up with more things. I think a real artist is really good at showing, at, at, uh, appearing to not give a fuck yep. if you like it or not. And unfortunately, if you're a salesman, all you're doing is trying to tell me and show me how important this is. And so eventually some salesman picks up the artist's work. Mm-hmm. It's never, you know, and they have nothing to do with the art and it becomes cynical. And then who am I listening to now? Am I listening to the salesman who's telling me this good? Or the artist who's explaining why he did what he did. Mm-hmm. And the best artist, like, this is what you just do, you don't know. Like, the, the, the Jackson Pollock shit, when it looks like spray paint. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, it's, yeah. why is that good? It's, it's, I think, in my mind, just thinking about it now, it's good because you can interpret it in so many different ways. It's not showing me a bowl of fruit. Yeah. Or an owl or something. Yeah. It's just random chaos. So, when I first met Selena, I don't know if I told this, have I told you a story about the painting? I don't know. So, we have a painting in this hallway here. That like me and Selena dated in like the first like couple of weeks that we were dating, like during the dating phase and whatnot. We used to drink a lot of tequila, oddly enough. Nothing changes. And we would get drunk. And so one day we decided to get drunk and freaking paint in her apartment. So we painted this canvas. It's like a, it's a decent sized canvas of just like, it's like uh, we had reds, we had yellows and stuff. And it ended up just getting mixed up into like a lot of reds and browns and stuff it's in the hallway and then we have we put a heart in the corner and we have like brian and selena on it or some shit like that i'll make sure to look at it so throughout the years we've had it since the beginning of our relationship throughout the years people would look at it like and everybody has something different to say some people say whoa that looks like a, a they would just say like it looks like a lot of red some people would say oh were you guys really angry when you did this like people have so much different thoughts about it and we were just drunk, so I don't, I don't really know. How much time do you think that actually happens where there is no message? Could you add? Um, it depends. It depends. I would say it depends. I think if you're really good, the message becomes undeniable. Yeah. And I think most of the other time, it's just people like it because they can interpret it in a different way. Yes. I think it depends on the artist, though, because some people put more... Like if we were gonna go, if we were gonna talk about uh, sh- movies, for example, some people like there's certain jo- genres like uh, rom coms. They're not putting effort into telling you a whole message. You know what I mean? There has to be certain rom coms that are good at it, for sure. If for sure, there probably is, but that's up to the director, right? 
I think more people stay in their wheelhouse. A lot of rom-com directors just direct rom-coms. And if they're successful at doing that, there's a certain art to it of like, um, they're like playing on your emotions, you know, but it's predictable at this point. So it doesn't really matter. But like, it's those kind of things like they're going to, or like action movies, they're less on telling you like hidden messages and more of making you feel like you're going fast or making you feel like, like you can shoot the same explosion in a different way. And one person shakes a camera when it explodes and then you feel like the whole world is shaking and one person keeps the camera still and then you'll feel like you're watching the explosion from a distance. Like you're not there, you're disconnected. So people do those kind of stuff and it really just depends on how much effort that person, that director puts into it. How much is it hard not to think of that we've seen it all, right? Like the perspective, yeah. yeah. And it's a joke because like, I think that's where like everything kind of gets co-opted. Yeah. Like there must have been a, uh, a amazing fucking or predict everything's predictable now. You say rom com, we have a prediction in our head. Yeah. This we're gonna see Jennifer Lopez fucking as a maid, and she's gonna fucking fall in love. You know what I mean? Like the Christmas movie is the ultimate yeah. prediction. You know what I mean? It's a trope now. If you watch commercials or hear commercials, What's you that? see that they play on it now. Yeah. yeah. He's a small town this, and she's a big girl this, and they come together, and and so. But that's just like, um, like, um, there's room for it because we want that kind of background noise. We want that, yeah, you know, Judge absolutely. Judy. We want that, like, absolutely. bullshit. Like, we don't, not, not everything needs to be poignant and important. Absolutely. Um, but it's when it's sold to us as that. But you, this is what we say, even the action movie, like, everything is so predictable, so predictable that um, if somebody, obviously, it, there was a time where it wasn't predictable. Somebody made the first action movie, we were all blown away. And then it just gets fucked over, whatever. I don't know. We just, and then somebody makes a really, a new new way to go where i'm getting at or not getting at uh, trying to put is what i'm thinking now is like that's it's less likely to happen in italy where they can only afford the fucking the 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 high priced uh artist of the day yeah then it will be to your cousin or your a friend of your or a good artist that's just like struggling now yeah and they they have to be there right like absolutely. i think that's where you'll find it but That's, you have to look for it. You have to. They're not going to show whatever. This is where it becomes conspiracy theory. Whatever they're showing you is the lowest common denominator. It's the the most Netflix algorithm piece of art that you can think of. Mm -hmm. And we, you can't argue that that's like all around us too. Yeah. And that's what we hate that kind of shit. Yeah. It's also what our first conversation started, whatever is it's the real appeal of reality television. Mm -hmm. It's what you, what you love about the challenge, like not to get into challenges. A but, good reality, but not that's scripted what, reality. This is like why. Yeah. Like not scripted. Not, yeah. Not, not like the housewives. Yeah. Like child, like, uh, yeah. Reality game shows. Yes. Right. Like even like survivor and the challenge and big brother and stuff like there's a formula to it. And there's a thing. What gets good is the only way you advance is is like finding the fucking the 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 hidden paths in that formula. Yeah. Right. Like like what past champions did. Like I guess it's what people who don't like sports hate about the monotony of sports. Yeah, but if it is it is it monotonous though? 
It's, it's how you look it's at that it. Sense of unpredictability. There's never been a season where a guy has choked somebody out and punched somebody in the face in the same year before in the NBA. I don't know about that one. I mean, we did have uh, yeah. Meta World Peace, uh, Ron Artest. We did have Ben Wallace. So they come around every now and then. <laughs> You're right. There's, 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 to say never is in the right uh, thing. So, yeah. but a, uh, a younger person than you, you old man, wouldn't know that. Yeah, right now we're true. living in the de- the, like, the dream on green the era. Test of, and they'll be like, holy the shit, new- isn't this the baddest boy he has ever played? Yeah. And you'll be like, God damn, let me tell you about this guy, that guy, the other guy. <laughs> he didn't punch a player, he punched fans. They think this guy choked his coach. <laughs> yeah, you know what right? I mean? Like fucking so uh, but you only know that because you know the, the, the narrative's gonna get sold on that. But um uh, that's how a predictable thing like sports changes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's like you can you can just look at the whole season as a, a overall thing or live in the season day by day mm-hmm. and finding out, you know what I mean? Like that's an extreme example. Everybody, you know what I mean? Like the whole league knows about that kind of thing. But uh, I hate the monotony. As a, a fan of sports whose teams always let them down, you know what I mean? Like the Leafs and the Dolphins and even when the Raptors went, but I'm a bandwagon jumper. God. Just like, oh man, or even the Blue Jays. Like, oh, you're sure they're going to try to get Otani. You know, and they're no, they're not going to get the best baseball player. Like mm. they live in Toronto. So um, I thought they were going to get him. It was a possibility, but it was but the whole was Kawhi it? Leonard thing all over again. Yeah. You're just used as a another suitor. Why use us? We're willing participants. I'd rather be a team that would try to get it done. Yeah. And be left at the altar than just say, no, we're not he'll never come here. Yeah. I like agree. try it, you know, I whatever agree. it goes. Um so I think that's how you can tie in art, like whatever. You can make sports art as well. But it's just a kind of thing that um uh, you have to be into it to know. Mm-hmm. Just like building computers, it's like, w- how do I turn it on? Like nobody else but you cares about how like the fans go. Yeah. And until they want you to build one, that's when they might start caring, and their but opinions even are then. <laughs> even then. <laughs> but um, but I think the appeal of a good reality TV show is um, is because you're you're sick of of. I don't know, like other people's scripts, like the ideas, like you, you're, they're predictable. They're this and that. Like reality shows now are kind of predictable, but the the element of not being predictable, I think, is yep. appealing. Yep. And when you can kind of like mix it up, even with the challenge, they throw it in differently or do all that. But um, yeah, I don't even know how. Uh, I don't know if I can compete because I like when I was talking about like the rewatching of shit and seeing stuff in message, like messages and stuff. Without talking to you about it, like I. Um, and actually, like I said, some shows I want to read about and, and see what I missed. Yeah. Um, and so one of the best shows like I watched right now, and I'm, I don't know if we talked about it, is the Fargo. Yeah. I, haven't, I think you mentioned it. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Did I start? I think I tried to watch it years ago. Yeah. And I never watched it. Each season has nothing really to do with the next. Yeah. What it really is tied in with is what the theme of the Fargo movie was. Mm-hmm. Did you do you, do you have any thoughts of the movie Fargo? No. It's like a I think it's a celebrated movie. Yeah, it is. Do you know why? No. So you have no thoughts on it at all, right? No. Nope. I think so I'm surprised I'm not so I'm I wasn't ready to have the answer to that right now. <laughs> what I like about the TV what I I think the styling the styling of it is what's kind of different. Like it's a gangster movie set in Minnesota, mm-hmm. and they're just these kind of simple, normal, like, like you know, what I mean, like they're not like big city gangster type people, but they they can do the most heini- like heinous, like like evil things, and so it's weird to kind of watch this 
Minnesota nice, like Canada nice, like type of thing. But then they're throwing people in wood chippers type of, you know what I mean? Like scenario. Yeah. So it's got this kind of narrative. So that's the kind of thing that kind of ties it together. Mm-hmm. What I like about it, what I would like you to watch or uh, the I show guess, or the movie? The show. I have no idea what the movie really is. But I, yeah. I, but each year the show is kind of like, so this season's show, the, the what I like about it, the messages are like I don't even know what this the uh, subliminal message is behind it, but the apparent message is so well done, even though it's like uh, obvious. Yeah. Like the characters, like the like John Hamm is in this one. The the girl that was Keely in uh, 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 Ted Lasso. Yeah. She's in it, so they always have like a uh, a stellar cast. Okay. And but they just it's this this, this low key evilness or just so that's not the message the message there's so many other messages about police about sure. finance about like just it's whatever different parts of society that are in a way that are for that what's that i'm down for that yeah it's really great like i don't i i don't even know if i care if you i don't care because i can enjoy it too it'd be weird for me if you didn't like how they send those messages too mm-hmm. so i really like enjoy that i can listen to the conversation i have with you and just like and 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 like it enough to read about it to like, oh, I get it. I see that and, and, and identify it or enjoy it for what it is or whatever. Most of the time, I just like to enjoy it for what it is. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I was in a rewatchable type of way when they're making a series of a of an old movie. Like they're just playing on this artistic style. I, I'm down trying to fucking tie it in too much. But maybe like put this... And, and and carry on that theme. Like there's a Fargo universe. Mm-hmm. Like there's an invincible universe. Like there's a boys, you know, universe, right? Like they got so good at making the boys, they can make this Generation V, which yep. hasn't quite caught me yet, but I get it. I like living in that world and I can see it. And we're talking about like the Homelander is so obvious. Like the A-Train, like so obvious, these characters are so obvious. Yep. Like the, the girl throwing up to get small and eating to get big. It's like, if it's too obvious, it becomes annoying. But I think like a show like Fargo, I don't know. I was if you, I was wondering. I thought you might have had a more of opinion of the movie because well, it's such a whatever. Like yeah, people it love is, it for uh, some reason. Yeah, I know the name, right? Yeah, I've never seen the movie. You just know the name because people hold people, it in some kind of high absolutely, regard. Absolutely, absolutely. So I really enjoy how, like I said, like uh, it'd be easier to talk about it if I knew. But the the, the narrative is a whole bunch of things. I kind of like it like that. Mm-hmm. But then I get into this, not to even try to squeeze something into. The, of the old man doesn't understand Twitter fucking section of our show. Yeah. But the, uh, the thing that was, uh, going nuts on Twitter, one of these, or this week, I guess is, uh, this new movie called, um, what the fuck is the movie called? Uh, leave the world behind. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know if it, I, don't, I haven't seen it. Like, I don't know if it's, uh, is it a, out now? It's been uh, on Netflix for quite a while. And I don't know if it's, um, because I remember watching the trailer twice. The first time I watched the trailer, I watched the beginning of the trailer, and then I got to the end, and I was like, okay, this is kind of stupid, whatever. Like, yeah. I, I was like, like I don't know if I want to do They have a great cast. Yeah, Great cast is on it. And I was like, I don't know if I want to watch, because in certain, I don't really like, um, I don't know, those kind of movies, like with that kind of story, doesn't really catch me. You don't like dystopian stuff. Um. Yes, and like, yeah, I don't, I don't really, yeah, dystopian. I guess that's accurate. I do like post-apocalyptic, but that's I don't true. really like. 
Yeah. Where you're, uh, the world's going to end type of thing. I like when the world's already ended type of a stuff. That's you know? a distinction. So I will, I'm going to watch it because, yeah, we talked about it and it is Barack Obama and the producers are, well, are the producers. So we'll see what they do with it. And then you've been telling me about a lot of the hidden things that people are coming up with right now, right? So that's, I, I, I don't actually care if I see it or not. So you're not going to watch I it? I don't think I will watch it. I'm not, really? I have other shit I want to watch. Yes. Um, I think it's being over. So I'm, conf- I'm a little a little bit confused on the overhypeness of it. Yeah. And I understand the overhypeness of well, it. That's, yeah. No, yeah. like, so even like a stupid movie like Bird Box that was on Netflix. You watched that, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Be- mostly because there was hype about it. Yeah. And I was like, what this is about? It just seemed like a decent enough movie to watch. No consequences. It's just a silly Sandra. It's Sandra Bullock in a non-rom-com. Let's see if she can do it. And uh, and just like whatever. I was like believing the hype that it's a decent enough movie to watch. Yes. Um, when, uh, when I started seeing this trending, it almost had, when I, the lens I was watching it through was almost, it started 100% conspiracy minded wise. Not from me, but this is how I was getting fed to it through. Yes. It has the Obama's name attached to it. So the the way that I stew it from Twitter was like, th- why are they making this movie for us uh, as a general public? And it came from a narrative from zero art, like in a, in a zero artistic way to to all narrative. And it's like the elites are trying to show us what is about to happen to us, uh, general public plebs, in a way like, um, like now it would be like if you could go back to a movie that was talking about the pandemic six months before the pandemic came out. Yeah. In hindsight, if you went back to do that and go, hey, what did these people know? Like, why would they do that? Not like totally discounting all the other pandemic movies that came for the 10 but, years before that. Yes, exactly. Right? And then you get into pandemic. Oh, this was the Illuminati like saying that. Um, and so I've lived my whole life like I think the Illuminati is fake. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't like think we're fed like that. I I think like there's a media narrative, whatever this and that, but I've never uh, want to think that there's like a, like like the Illuminati like that. And so, but the Twitter loves the Illuminati. Of course. Everything has to do with the Illuminati. And for and sure. They have this, and again, my algorithm. So this lane gets get, gets fed to me like that. Um, so this movie comes along, and the the Illuminati narrative is how I get introduced to this movie. Maybe at first I just saw it as a, a trailer, and I got oh Julia Roberts, blah blah blah. Movie sounds pretty good. I like you, like like uh, I think you nailed it. I think I like the. Uh, after effect, I don't want to watch the world end. Yeah. Show me the world that already ended. Exactly. But you know, when, that's why like the Last of Us is good because you kind of it's in the middle. It's, yeah, it's right you know, there. It, it has that middle. I liked like, it. Um, I think I'm going to watch it. I might force. I might find a force to put it in to watch it. But why? Um, mostly because I want to see if it's so. So if it's done well and if, uh, all the sublims that people are talking about and it's done well I think that means the director will do well and I think that means the movie would be directed properly or good or whatever 
if it's done bad and it seems so forced that they just either a are are pushing these secret things that they know obvious to everybody which you know is a great gray area or they're just doing it to be clickbaity and be in the news and make money off of it it's like the equivalent of like rappers um and rock stars uh being doing like devil worshiping thing when in reality they're just trying to stay in the news they don't really worship the devil or they don't really do any of these things like if it's like that that's gonna annoy the shit out of me like if the bombers are playing on everybody because the producer gets the most of the money other than the studios and whatnot the directors they get the artistic control but the most of the money go to the producers because they front most of the money right isn't the uh the 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 fucking the the greasy thing or the this shitty thing is that the producers because they have the money get to influence yeah right yeah. like they get to yeah. like say and they can say no we don't like this part of the movie and this well, is one of the narratives like like it and I, i'm not on a hating thing this is just where where i don't want to watch it because i think there has to be so much of what you just said happening yeah like this is things people want to see and yeah. if the obamas are about to be in the producer money-making business then why not like i'm not about to make a movie about pandas right now nobody gives a fuck yeah or this, whatever this will like this it. is and this is but then like everything feeds into its other like, how, do they have control of the media narrative to start talking about an actual China hack as their movie about a fucking foreign hack comes out? I mean, they're the Obamas, probably. So that's where you almost understand why a confused fucking 18-year-old starts thinking that way. Yeah. And as a confused fucking 53-year-old, I start talking to you about movies are never made without a message. And then so I see these 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 subliminal things that are talking that all have a negative connotation. None of these messages that my Twitter feed is talking about has like a, a positive thing. It's almost in a narrative of like, hey, don't be surprised if this kind of thing happens. Yeah. But to what end I don't understand. Because they want to, you know, it's politics. When there's a political name on it, you want to attach something to it. I understand why they think it's has that, but if that's actually what they're doing, why would they do it? That's true. Like I don't understand if they're make any if sense. they're right. Just to say that look, we showed you, it doesn't. It one doesn't, of the, doesn't make sense. One of the fucking uh, one of the clickbait or like subliminal things is like when they show a map of an affected area on CNN of the movie. There's like a barcode, like and it's an actual barcode. Like yeah. if I believe Twitter that I haven't seen the movie or paused it on that scene myself, and but whose agenda is to put the barcode in the movie? Whose agenda is to go on Twitter and tell me about the barcode? I get lost and I hate all of it. Yeah. None of it helps me get drunk tonight. Yeah. <laughs> None of it helps me go to work on Monday. Yeah. None of it fucking. But it stays on your mind. Because if it's true, like, well, because it affects, apparently affects a lot of people. And if it's true, then why? Like, really, am I in a matrix? Like, all this other bullshit kind of goes in my stupid head. And I, I do think that's why conspiracies actually work. Because we're ready to actually understand one when come one comes by, because they do they might actually come by with you or whatever. But yeah, um, so this is where I went. I went to not believing anything in the movies was really real. Hearing you tell me like, no, there's never not a message, and then seeing people with Punisher fucking logos on their Twitter tell me the Obamas are 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 about to tell me there's a holy war coming, yeah. right? And like for whatever reason. And I'm like, I'm caught in this place of like, I don't, most of me doesn't believe this 
heavy-handed message. Most of me feel sorry for these people that actually do feel this way. Most of me is uh, scared, for lack of a better term, that I live in a world where there's a certain percentage of people that do think this way. Mm-hmm. What do I do about it? How do I live with these neighbors? Um, and um, part of me is not going to care like in another 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to, I'm glad that people that I like to hang out with don't hang their hat on these things. I don't want to be around people that like let this dictate how they live. Mm-hmm. But I also, then I'm just, but, but what's going on? Yeah. Like the world has moved. Like, I just don't understand why this wouldn't have to be needed to do. And, but you, you said it yourself. There's nothing done for, so if some of these it's subliminal not done things. on accident. So if there is a barcode yeah. that takes you to some kind of weird, like, you know what I mean? Like this abandoned amusement park in America, in this Obama's movie, what does, what do you think about that? Like, what does that make it you think of? It depends on the context of what they put the barcode in. I remember we were, um, uh, fuck, I was watching this movie and it was about, the, it was the same thing I was telling you about the clock and they kept putting a time on the clock. They use clocks a lot in movies, right? And so they kept, they put this time on the clock uh, during this dialogue part. And so um, after, I think it was like years later, I was like, watch, I've watched the movie several times. I can't remember the name. And they were, they were, it was about the, the director. They were sitting there, you know, when the director and the actor sits down in like the, in the room and they talk about, cause they were promoting the movie. Yeah, yeah. And this is around the time the movie came out. I just never watched it till years later. And they talked about the clock. And he said he put the time on the clock because that was his daughter's birthday. But the thing is that people make, because we're human, we want to interpret it as any way as we can, whatever makes sense to us or whatever we're exposed to. That's what you're going to see. That's why a lot of those conspiracy people like Jacob, for example, because you're immersed in that world, you have no choice but to see whatever message it is in a conspiratorial way. Yeah. So if you're a little more open that, Maybe sometimes you will be like, so I've caught it in movies where they have like the kid's birthday and then the kid's birthday is on a clock type of a thing. Mm. And it's like, just like that, just as that simple. They did it on purpose. Has to put a time, why not that? Yeah, exactly. So um, there was another movie where all the characters were named after the director's kid or somebody died on set. So they named one of the characters after him. They changed it last minute. You know what I mean? So all a lot of these things are done on purpose, but it's not necessarily nefarious. And people always think it's nefarious. You're right. I, I, you're right. It's the negative situation of the... I don't want to be that negative person. You're not. No, I know I'm not, but I think it's easy to slip into that. I, I find I, I can easily slip into that Jacob type of way. That's why I sympathize for yeah. a young guy that is... It makes me think I'm smarter than him. I'm not, but like that gets confused in that world. And I mean, in a little bit, there's a, like a time and a place. They don't trust everybody, but most of the time, it's just the kid's birthday on the on the name. A lot of times, I also think when I see these things online and see it now, is like I think the video that I'm being seen, the evidence is manipulated. Yeah, like I didn't watch the Twin Towers like go into the building, but I was working. I remember when it happened and saw the video of it all that time. If somebody shows me something now to say this is a fake plane going into a fake building or it's green screen, all that, and it looks like it is, I think that's been manipulated. Yeah. I don't think that's the original 19 or 2001 footage anymore. Mm. I don't trust the footage when- That's fair. And and so, but, um, so even when I was talking about like the back to the future stuff, 
when somebody's trying to tie it into the JFK shooting or whatever, I believe it more because that had happened in the 50s or whatever, right? When they try to tie it into a a, a message about like the 9-11, like that hadn't happened for yeah. 20 more years, uh-huh. I'm like, you're manipulating this. You're, you're, you're searching too hard to tie these things in. When it comes to this controversy or the, the stuff about this movie, when they show me a scene on Twitter and they show me like whatever, for some reason, this guy's got three clocks in his room and each one of them is at six and they go six, 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 see the side of the devil. And you know, my, I think it's all bullshit. I'm like, okay, like that's just somebody trying too hard. But, or did somebody just manipulate those clocks on this, like the little clip or did the movie do it? When it's this popular of a movie, you can't get away with faking that clip right now. Absolutely, it's too good. So they must have. So they must have put six 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 for sure. Why? I I don't understand why. That's what we'll never know. Yes, the things that we never. Okay, so and I would like to agree with you that that has nothing to do with Barack Obama because he's a producer. Yeah, that the director did that for because. They want to fuck with people. Well, there could be many. Yeah, there could be many reasons. I like to think that, for example, Barack Obama and it's Barack and Michelle. Yeah. They're way too busy to actually be hands-on producing a movie. Movies take a year to produce and shoot and whatnot. They're on tour. They're traveling. They have books. They're doing talks. Like, you don't have time to be full-time producer. They're not doing that. There's no way. But in the conspiracy type of mind to think, for their role in being the elites... And the Illuminati world, yep. this is what they have to do. This is the, how they get this weird message out. This is part of this stupid movie that we're talking For about. For sure, but do they have to do They were already elites before then. It's not like this is that next step. So I agree with you. I, and I, I, I'm 99.9% the yeah. same guy I was months ago. I know. Talking about this. And Are you telling me or the people? I'm trying to try myself because oh. <laughs> the thing that kind of got me, it wasn't like the clips of the fucking nine or the six, six, six or the fucking tower things or the, the barcode, like all that kind of thing. I can like almost see as kind of a new age viral thing or a new clickbaity kind of thing or a way to get me talking about a movie. I would never fucking talk about and on your podcast and play around with the fucking, <laughs> yeah, see who knew and talk and play around with the fucking tinfoil hat and basement fucking dwellers and all that shit. And just take our mind off of other bullshit that we're not fucking talking about or whatever, right? But in this holy world, the holy war world that we kind of live in, like, they show me aspects of that. Like, I showed you the credit or the the title of the names. And it's like, they people have shown me, oh, it says this word and, you know what I mean? Like, the holy war. It's like, well, it does. Was that, is that a, uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's obviously a a produced, like, way. Like, maybe it's a, a coincidence, but I've been learned to talk by you. Like, there is no coincidence. No, These things are done by it purpose. It could all so, be true. So that's, so it's like, well, I don't get it. I don't know what means. That's fine. And so I, I mostly just stay there. I told where I kind of want to put my toe on the other side of the line for some real reason. And the Obamas might be in a position like I'll be on Jacob's side or whatever. Even you, Brenton, shout out. Is that uh, the... Um, the, they, they're in it for the long game. If this is the thing they do or to, to program us to be in a, a COVID world yeah. or to, to, to program us for whatever they think they're trying to do or whatever people think they're trying to get us to do is that uh, I told you about the documentary that American Factory. Yes. Right? And I said that I, I found it all by accident. Like this is, like, this was not hyped on Twitter. You don't know nothing about, nobody nothing. knows about this until I brought it up or whatever. Yep. And I said, oh, I thought it was going to be one thing. 
and it was this Chinese company moving into America, taking over all the town in Ohio. And it turned out to be, I thought it was about unions and it was about this. And it turned out that it was all more, more about automation. Yeah. And if you followed, if you remember my story about it, I was just like, basically it's, or you, I was showing, or was, um, I received it in that way. I was like, oh, I thought it was going to be about this. And I've no, I don't like unions. And it was showing how the union didn't work for this company. And it showed that you're fighting for a union, turned it into a robot. And I didn't think nefariously. I was just like, oh, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with this narrative. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't push this union thing. Don't care. So in this whole controversy of this other movie, uh, it's produced by this the same company that the Obamas own. Like, it's produced by Higher Grounds, you know what I mean? Like, uh, production. And, and so, their names is not on it, right? Not as flashy as this. I mean, I if you look at it, it might be, I think it just says the Higher Grounds, their, their production company. Yeah. It wasn't as this. So, but it has a certain narrative. Like I said, it's it really teaches you not to form a union. Yeah. It actually shows you that in this particular town, yeah. in these particular people, if they did not conform to the Chinese way of life, then they were not going to survive. So two things about that. Was that a recent documentary? Like it, came it was up- a year. It was a couple years okay. ago. So like post COVID, post it was post during Trump? COVID. So during cut Trump. Uh yes, it was probably Trumpish. So that means it was produced before Trump, and uh, Trump is pretty much anti-Chinese, right? Uh, so it's it was produced during the Trump era, I would imagine. Like I don't think it's that old. I can look at how. Old yeah, it. no, I mean like uh like, uh, typically I, two years before a movie's out, you're already in production and writing phase type okay. stuff. And documentaries typically take longer to edit because it's a whole bunch of bullshit. But that those type of movies are more conspiratorial to me than the one that just the one that just came out. Because that is is first off, the people in it are hidden, right? Maybe not as flashy, but they're hidden and they're teaching you a certain story without uh making it so Hollywood. Then you go to this one and it's very Hollywood. You have a lot of stars in there. It's a pretty big budget, it looks like, right? And then you have the Obama's name on that. To me, that's more of a distraction than it is of a of a of a of a statement. They're trying to tell you something. That's just a distraction to me. If I was to shoot a movie like that right now and it was uh kind of like mysterious and and whatnot. I would put three clocks and put six 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 on it. And I have I'm not an elitist. I'm not a freaking uh devil worshiper. But if I was doing that in a movie, I would absolutely put six 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 on this sign right now. If we were shooting a movie that about fits the end of the that, world, yeah, that makes ah, sense. All of that makes sense. But when you do something like that, where it says no no unions, guys, we got to do automation, and we're in the world of uh, Tesla just just showed their re- recent robot, the version two of oh, that yeah, robot, yeah. which looks amazing, amazing, right? Like we're in this world going that direction. That to me is a lot more um, scary than uh, a Hollywood movie like this. So I think the problem, and you know, we're turning ourselves into people we don't want to be right now, yeah, is I think people exactly. tie those things in. Yeah. Like I've never seen people put those two things together. And I, I know what you're saying by by having that message in a documentary with no flash um, and just like however you come about it, that's, they're not warning us. They're not saying that's, I don't even know if they're just trying to say it as like, this is how we want it to be yeah. or or preparing the public on this is how it's going to go. Yeah. Like that would be a nice thing. What I think 
when you tie try to when you're Jacobs and you try to tie this all in together, it's just like yeah, they're about to warn you that the power grid is going to go down. They're about to warn you that uh, a foreign agent is, is going to cyber hack us. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be surprised if this is what you see next. Yeah, and it's just like. Did they have a meeting about this fucking like six months ago? Like, you know, the Illum- like this is where you almost have to let them talk. And it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't I, like, why would they? Yeah. But why, why did they do this? All these other things? Like, why make this movie? Like, is they, like you know I mean, almost, I think they make it just to show us a story. And I'll be damned if I'm going to pull myself out of that kind of line of thinking. But people who don't have enough going on for them or want to find these fucking things in there, tie these all together. Yeah. And they use that as a reason to, to not just this, but to, to other, to just be, I'm a victim. I have no point to get a job because the Obamas are already know we're going to get cyber hacked by China yeah. and all that. And then they use that as an excuse when really it's just a story. Yeah. Remember like, the Y2K ev- thing? But yeah, exactly. So we're old enough to know that. Yeah. You good luck telling anybody that's not old enough to understand what that is. Yeah. It just becomes a, you can't even explain it to yourself. Was that real? Did we care <laughs> right? that much? That uh, uh, did, You know what I mean? Like, that was nuts. We are living in an AI world now where things are, you know what I mean? Getting fed to is better than we can think of it. And you can't imagine a world where we were scared of a one and a zero. Right? But it was true. <laughs> it was one of the first it's ideals. Insane. You know what I mean? Like, and so, of course, movies that come out of there that come out of that, like, do that. But uh, I don't know. I, I also don't understand, like, all that uh, line of thinking. Like, I just really don't. And so it makes me not want to watch that movie yeah. because uh, it'll just be totally tainted. Yeah. It'll, I won't be entertained. That's the thing. But maybe you'll find entertainment in... in... No, it's kind of ruined, actually. Uh, <laughs> so this ruined. is... I mean, I'm going to fucking hard pivot because like, I don't have to find meaning in everything. What I can actually try to find meaning in is... Um, did you enjoy our... We missed last week. Sorry, everybody. Yes, we did miss last week. But we did warn the people that we were going to probably miss last week. Yep. We were resting on our laurels. We're, we're in the 100 Club now, so yep. we think we can do whatever we want. We can. Fuck with your emotions over there. there. <laughs> um, I don't think so. He does, but that's just another story. Um, <laughs> but we had a pretty banging Christmas party. So did you have fun last week at your Christmas party? I did have fun. I enjoyed it. I won a tire. Oh, so did you win anything? I won nothing. Okay. Yeah, I won. So you you saw that I traded my gift. Did I don't I know what you, you did. I have already? no idea what none of your things were. Okay, go. Do, okay, set set the stage for us, Jay. Well, it's a Christmas party, and uh, it's just at a, a bar. And uh, every year, like our, our our company is pretty successful, so each year they try to make sure everybody has a prize. You get like a, a raffle ticket when you come in there, and it's not an open bar. It's we get food, but you pay for your drinks. Yeah. I don't know how many episodes that we haven't got messaged or we that have not made it out to air. So I don't know how many of my Christmas party stories have actually been told to the people. I could almost None. I, <laughs> they've all been uh, uh, unaccidentally put I don't on. Know what you're talking this is, about. would have been our two hundred show, but I don't know um, what you're talking about. Uh, so I come from a place uh, that I try not to have too much fun at my Christmas party. Yeah, I don't want to like, but they put on a good show. They do. They do like like I said, the restaurant food, and they have all these raffle prizes. Most of the time, if I've ever gotten a prize, it's just never been over the top. So you've never got like a really good prize. I mean, I don't want to sound like I've, but yeah, I've I've, I've gotten like screwdriver sets. I've gotten a Google Home was probably one of my better prizes. Mm-hmm. I, I think I've got a real good one. I can't think of right now. I'm ever be more excited about something other than other. 
But no, I usually don't get shit. So my I won uh, a dash cam. Oh yeah? yeah, I didn't know I, that. I won a dash cam, and Nicole asked me if she wants to do a blind trade. So I didn't open my bag, but Sunil had said that it was a dash cam. He's like, yeah, it's a dash cam, whatever. She's like, so do you want to do a blind trade? I was like, I know me. I'm not putting a dash cam in my car. I know that for a fact. My car has a freaking air freshener on, on hanging from the light, and that's <laughs> it. I won't even. We talked about. I won't even put up my 407 thing. Okay, <laughs> so there's no way I'm putting a dash cam on my car. So she came up and said, "Do you want to do a blind trade?" I was like, "Whatever. I don't give a fuck about a dash cam." So I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll do a blind trade." So we traded. She's like, "Are you sure if you?" She traded, and she's like, "Are you sure if you if you don't if you feel bad, we can trade back?" I'm like, "No, I don't. I don't care. Whatever." She opened it. She's like, it's a dash cam. And then, and I opened mine and it was a air tire inflator. <laughs> and so Ali goes to me, he's like, you got the losing end of that trade. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. We went through the rest of the night. I didn't open it. I didn't take it out the bag or anything. I got home and I took it the next day. I took it out the bag and I open it. And it's like a really nice tire inflator. You can set your pressure levels. You can, it has memory. So you can say my car, my truck, my bike, my, my basketball, and you can set the pressure that it needs to be at PSI or even any other uh, measurement of pressure. There's like a whole bunch in there and it will auto shut off. It's wireless. So it charges up by a USB. Like it's insane. It's not a tire uh, pressure checker. It's a it's inflator. an inflator and a checker. So once you yeah. plug it on, it'll tell you the the pressure that's on that tire or whatever you're inflating. Like this thing is insane. I'm like, holy! I traded for this. I won. I yep, won. That sounds like a win I to me. I pumped up basketballs. You just push start. You don't have to plug it in. Like nothing. I think I just seen one of those things for the first time like recently. It's like, really? like, a, like, not like, it's, yeah, like, like a handheld, yeah, one. handheld, like an instant. Mine's not even that. You just sit it down, you play it, and you push start. You don't even have to touch it, Jay. How, how much later after? So the prizes get better as the longer the night goes on. So mine was in the middle ish. And mine hers was, was later. Middle. Hers was after yours. Yes, hers was after mine. And much later, it sounds like. This one was. I looked on Amazon. It's, it's 160 something dollars. Like, Amazon. of course, because I was going to, because what happened was, so when I took it out, I didn't have a cigarette thing. And I'm like, how am I going to have a tire inflator without a cigarette? So, so I'm like, I'm just going to order one on Amazon and then return it and say, I didn't get a cigarette thing and keep the cigarette thing. Little did I know it doesn't come with that because it only needs to be charged up and you don't Good need to do God. anything. Like it was, it's freaking amazing. I'm like, holy. I was impressed with what I saw in one of those. <laughs> Good trades. I got to show was you she after. pissed? No, she was happy. She was ecstatic. It's because she was hammered. Yes. <laughs> but she wasn't happy about the tire inflator. I'm like, this is way more useful than a dash cam. She probably is not going to put up the dash cam either. Probably not. My Google Home I got is still in this package. It's still in the back. <laughs> Sorry, I got you off your But I told something. Selena I got a tire inflator. And she's like, I traded it for the dash cam. And she's an insurance. She's like, don't you know how useful dash cams are? Like, people get in accidents. You can prove all this kind of stuff. I'm like, Selena, I'm just no way I'm putting that shit on the car. You're right. I'm I'm surprised you wouldn't want to put Mr. Technology over there. I would rather have a Tesla that has all the dash cams built in. I, my, my car has cameras. I would love for it just to record like that. I've totally changed my mind. I mean, I love that new Cybertruck, but I don't want to go to the charging line. Like this is all, right. I don't want to get off on fucking Tesla well, or whatever. Canada's, it's even in that movie Canada's too. pretty good though for charging. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's the States and shit. Is it? Yeah, because it's too many of the, everybody wants to buy one of those. Over yeah, there. there are a lot of them fucking everywhere. Yeah. I think I'd rather one of the robots. Um, 
But so, yeah, Christmas party. Um, oh, fuck, I was going to say something. Wait, oh, gonna... sorry. No, 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 don't be sorry. Fuck. Um, I was gonna say, so I work always, like, puts it on a good time. Yeah. And uh, and my problem is, is I, I don't have self-control. Like, uh, as grumpy as I can be at work, um, uh, I love the let loose nature of the Christmas party. Yeah. Last Absolutely. year, the people won't remember, we came and did a pod after our Christmas party. Yeah. Uh, I have stories for days that uh, of bad examples of me staying too long. Wait, we did a podcast after? Yes. And you that's when you knew that you were not going to do that this year. Huh? Are you for real? Don't know? I don't remember this. We we came home and did a pod after last year's Christmas party. What episode was this? It fucking, I don't like this. I don't know if you're editing this shit out. This is going to be like a year from now, or a year ago from here. Okay. Anyways. This would have been like... Uh, like I don't know, probably episode thirty something. Did 31? this episode come out? I don't. You're asking me questions I wasn't prepared to fucking say. Sorry, sorry. Continue. What I do remember is you could not get over yourself that you didn't want to leave. Yes, I have yes. examples of Tammy picking me up. The worst example in a short story because I think I've said it, but I don't know what wasn't said in this. There is <laughs> that uh, every year our party starts at twelve, eleven thirty, twelve, and uh, Tam, my wife worked till six. Uh, last uh, years and years ago uh, and it was like okay well you know what I'll just stay there till 6 I'll just have a good time you can come pick me up after she's like yeah you know what we'll go, uh, I already had my lunch way before we'll go get fish and chips we'll go do this and that I said sure 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 and uh, I ended up telling the story about how my boss bullies me about uh, some <laughs> incident that I don't know if we said or not before but just we tie did. this one a little bit more um, so I just and my good nature of wanting to have fun and just relax with other people it was hard for me even before I met you to turn down shots Yeah, and I was like uh, the best thing I can uh, thank you for one of the best things Andrew, it's not just this is uh, upping my tolerance on alcohol <laughs> so now when I have four shots I'm nowhere near as bad as I was when I had right? four shots then so the plan that year was uh, for her to pick me up after she got off work which would have been 6.30 so the bad part of this plan was me being in this party for six and a half hours <laughs> with not really knowing how to control myself, uh, not being able to turn down the boss's shots yeah. and feeling a certain way. And then uh, I was so excited when my wife came to pick me up like that, but I did not realize how hammered I was. Yeah. Hindsight story, she wishes she just turned around because she could see it all about me, how <laughs> fucked I was. And I get, I get car sick real easy, and especially when I'm drunk. So I'm sitting in the car, and I end up throwing up all about in the car. Uh, like eight or nine times. You know this story before, but to tie it in. And I'm not doing the story justice. Um, but like puking all my way, she instantly is fucking furious at me. Still to this day, it brings up something there. Uh, and uh, I have to get the car detailed for 200 bucks like the oh, week later. Man. Never going to pick me up again. Fucking wanting to kick me out of the house. Close to divorce, all this bullshit. <laughs> so ever since then, I don't want to be in that situation again. That's fair for her and for me. Yes, like, absolutely. I don't. I, it's one thing for me to be a drunk mess coming home and having my whole day shot. And if you're going to shoot a day, why not? Like we have one Christmas party a year, right? Yeah, for sure. But my bad influence on you was you hearing the story a bunch of times. You and I doing pods on Fridays by that time. And saying, okay, what are we doing for not wanting to let the people down? Say, well, we're going to do it, right? And you're like, well, we're at a Christmas party, right? I don't know if it went down exactly like this, but you're like, we're at a Christmas party, right? And they, yeah, bro, I can't stay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we should just go. I'll drive you drive. Like, we'll we'll leave and we'll do the pod after. And you were like, yeah, that sounds reasonable, Jay. We'll do that. 
So I remember we 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 had our little party and we did it. We left, and we, we had we had buzz on. I, I'm, you yeah, drove, you I drove. I remember you drove. You said you promised your your promise was we didn't even have an argue or talk about it, but just like yeah, we won't stay longer than three thirty, and then yeah. we'll go do a party. So I'm great. We can do that. You drove us home. We heard it, and you were like, I wish I didn't leave. You were like, you know what? The party's just starting. I'm like, I know it is. I've been there, done that. Yeah. And I like those people, but I just can't. My wife ends up with a drunk fuck at seven o'clock. <laughs> and if I do that, but I could do it better. And so you're like, yeah, you know what? I, I wish I didn't go. I even gave you an out, go back. You know, I can get picked up. You don't have to do it. And I, no, no, the people need us. And yeah. so we did it. So ever since then, you were like, you're not going to do that this year. Yeah. Um, but I'm also, I wasn't changing my tune. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be like the first to leave. I have to really kind of drag myself out of there because um i don't know i just i don't know how to have that medium good time like i want to i don't know if i need the alcohol to be the social lubricant people listening to us two hours a week know no, that's I bullshit that, i know okay. <laughs> i don't know but it's so it's even in just in my head like you know but you could argue that that is you finding your medium knowing when to leave is not something that a lot of people have was one of the few things I've done well with age on. Yeah. So like you, that, that is like a, there's a, there was a lot of people there after you left who should have left a long time ago. You know what I mean? And it's like, I know if I'm getting to that <laughs> point, I I would be, I'd just be out of there. I'd be like, I'd be like, fuck it. Like, I don't, I don't want to be, you could taint so much of a reputation, even though these guys are good guys in this situation at our work. Like, the Christmas party is basically forgotten at this point. Yes. Nobody cares yes. about what you did or whatever. But you still, there still is that element of like, I, I'd be like, oh man, that person was really hammered. Like I could say that right now. These people were really hammered. Then again, so was I. But this was obvious, you know? But it's fine because it's in that context. Yeah. Like I, uh, I am so in that world and a big part of me wants to just live in that moment. What my regret always becomes is is once I leave it, mm-hmm. it's like all of a sudden it's like it's like opening the door, like being at a bar all night long, and the, the sun has come back out. Yeah, it's like oh, there's my wife. <laughs> oh, it's only six o'clock in the evening. You know what I mean? Like I, she doesn't deserve to have. If we set aside the rules, yeah, you know what I mean. This is where you're better at. This is oh, there is a happy medium where I can just have a couple of waters and stay here and just like enjoy the the moment because water because the alcohol turns you into this like it doesn't the story at work isn't the problem yeah the story of this like oh jay got too drunk at the party yeah right like like you being the story the story is like (laughs) even me telling the story of puking in the car yeah is just a story yeah but what if i like puked in the bar oh god what if you fucking what if i sold senile i fucking hate you telling me that story dude I'm not, dude, I have a podcast with Brian. I'm not racist. You know what I mean? Like, what do I have to fucking say? Like, where do I end up saying that I regret? You're right. That's where I know that that it can only eventually happen. Do you often uh, catch, do you think that you catch all the things you say that you regret? Or do you think that things go go over your head and you never catch it? Because I know you think about stuff a lot. Things about things you say. I do the same thing. But everybody must, right? No, no, really, no, 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 Jay. come on. <laughs> okay, some you're right. people are stupid as shit. I think we're probably the same. I bet you, I feel I think a bit more than I think you do. Probably, you or I probably, um, uh, I don't understand where you, 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 it's not as apparent. 
You know what I mean? Like for me, for you fucking feel it like that. Um, I think that happens in assumptions where if, uh, if you hate it when people tell you you're, you're too old, you know what I mean? Or, or they're, they're trying to, but it's just like, you don't understand. Like you're, you're four years younger than me. You're not like in your conversation. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, but when it comes to you and me, like, I don't know what I'm so out of touch. That's just a natural, like new age thing that I don't understand. That's like a joke with Twitter, like what's going on here. Yeah. But when it comes to, when it comes to the work party or saying stuff like thinking, like overthinking of what you might've said in general, it doesn't matter in general. It's just like, Oh, who was I really talking to? Yeah. Like if it's a family thing, everything is forgiven. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. In your best situations, it's like, that's what family are for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, with a friendship, it's just like um, you guys. Shit. How many times have I said you say, "Oh, Brian, I, uh, I discounted you uh, thinking about leaving our work to have a position in another job." Like I would never do that. We we have nothing in common. If that's what you think, it's like, well, that's just a generalized statement. Yeah, like that's not like what we have in common. Like yeah, that's not. Yeah. And it's like you know what? That was a misstatement. I, I I think of something like more like I said something I didn't think uh, about enough. You know what I mean? Before I open my stupid mouth. Mm -hmm. You know me enough now, the people here listening enough know now that it's like, oh, that's what he does. Yeah. You know what I mean? It happens. Don't like We all do you. it. Like I, yeah. And you can recognize it. It's if you like hang your hat on that. The thing about work and what comes is like, you have to, I don't want to be drunk because I have to live with my wife. I don't want to be drunk too much at the party like, and, and ha have her pick me up because I have to live with her for the rest of the night yeah. and the whole next day and the, the whole year until the next party. <laughs> it's at work where you don't want to have to come in and explain yourself like, oh, Sunil, yeah. I wish I didn't call you. You're just trying to make fun of this story. Oh, could you imagine? You're just tying in. Well, oh, can you? You can God. see it. And I, the, the only way you don't do that is removing yourself from that situation. That would be the worst. But I can see how it happens because you let it down. Danny at our work is a great guy. Absolutely. Like yeah, for most, like all intense purposes, there's not much bad I can say about him or whatever. What I what always dawns on me, and it doesn't just happen at the Christmas party when he's had a few drinks or when, but what comes so obvious when he has had those couple of drinks is this guy has anger yep. built inside. He doesn't have uh, Illuminati anger. No. He has like, and he's not like an unfair anger. All this, he just says this is kind of like just not understanding a situation or something going on and it makes him angry. Yep. And when he's drunk, he's it's just like, fuck. Yeah. I feel sorry for you that you're angry right now like this. Like, I want to get away from you because you're so angry like this. I can't share this anger with you like this. I want to, and it's just like, um, I don't hold that against him. And I, I just wish he wasn't like that. That is like a, an innocent part of this, like, pro, you know what I mean? Like situation that can happen, but I don't want my anger displayed like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not just saying that would automatically happen, but like I brought up the whole like story with this Neil, like that's the only, only bad things can happen like this. Yeah. I can only make a fool of myself. Like um, me coming on this podcast, talking, saying something embarrassing is fine. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like I welcome it. Like yeah. I do it. Like it's, I want you to tease me about anything embarrassing. I'm going to tease you about something. But one of the best parts about our Christmas party was teasing Medeiros about saying something silly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's just great. Like <laughs> when are you going to get that opportunity to like tease the boss yeah. about something? You know what I mean? Like he just like put his foot in his mouth, but it wasn't really like that. But I, it's only because I know him 
And I know what he was trying to act like that. that and when it doesn't come out, we're kind of all thinking the same thing. And then I get to pipe out, yeah, that's not quite a good comeback, boss. And we fucking howl. And he gets right? a little red-faced and walks away. That's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't talk about him with that, with you or anybody else, but we can just say, hey, remember when fucking he said that? It's like, yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Exactly. And that's the ideal. That's the sweet spot. And you can live in that sweet spot. But I don't know. I'm just old enough to know that that... That sweet spot can change into the other thing real quick. And you overthink of, oh, should I have said that? Should I have yeah. done that? And I, you, you, just like me, I don't, like the only way you, you have to remove yourself from that situation. Yeah. But you, I left at like fucking four. I, you stayed till like, when did you stay till? I stayed till like, uh, I got home at 930-ish. How were you feeling by 930? I was really drunk. I was mm -hmm. really drunk. How did you do anything you think you regretted? Uh, no, no, no. Were you fine when you got home? But I mean, was Selena like pissed at your state of mind? I mean, she was she was already in bed. Okay, right. Smart. So when I came in, she was like, uh, she was just mad that I didn't tell her that when I was coming home because I didn't update her at all. So she was mad about that because she was, she was wondering if I was going to come home and drink with her or if she was just going to go to her bed. But when it got to like 8.30, she knew we weren't staying up to drink because I was still at the bar. Yeah. So that was the only thing really. But other than that, I was smashed. So what was, what was your favorite part about staying later? Like, I don't know. You don't, I don't have to pinpoint it. Like, what's, um, what's the good point about staying till nine o'clock? I got to have some conversations with people that you never really have time to have these kind of conversations with, you know, with like Sunil, with like Ryan, with like Mo, saying all the names right now, with all, with all the people. And like, they got to give me some insight and talk about certain things that, you know, you, you wouldn't really, nobody has time to hear during the workplace. Nobody has time for these conversations. There's so much other shit going on that you don't have time to sit down and just talk about certain things it's also not a time these conversations couldn't happen like before 4 30 5 30 no, 6 30 no. the room right? has to clear the alcohol has to set in you know i think that's where i like misuse and proper use of where the alcohol comes in it's just like yes this allows this kind of to happen i rest on that too much you know what i mean Be, and have it become a hindrance mm -hmm. and i'm too drunk but the, like the sweet spot, like you said, like Mo. Of course, it doesn't matter. He's the worst one to probably talk about. But Mo, yeah. the HR guy, I've, I've, I like him so much more than I did yep. before. Yeah, and I had really no reason not to. I had great conversations with him before. I've even like uh, embraced how his position and his job has nothing to do with what I do. Yeah, it's not even against what I believe. It's just like, oh somebody has to do it this is a whole new age world of whatever like i don't discount what he does for a living yeah i don't care how much he makes for doing what it doesn't matter to me whatsoever i could never do it doesn't mean i don't appreciate what it is i appreciate how he comes at me mm -hmm. i can take it from an angle that it's all crossing t's and dotting i's you know that's like how he lives his life to making sure like the proper thing is done which you would have to understand obviously if somebody wants to do, but yeah, how a company yeah. has to, how yeah. life has to be lived like that. Yeah, for sure. And where it's needed. Like you said before, like we're so far behind the times, like these revelations or these needs, like, yeah, people have been doing this forever. Yeah. I guess not quite has, but you know, so I just thought of him in this certain type of way. 
But then we just were talking shit. Like I have this, um, I have a Miami Dolphins jacket. And you'd be surprised at how easy that sparks a conversation. Like I've talked to your fucking painter at night about it. Talked to like lots of people brought up fucking Brittany or whatever her name is like, oh, I'm a Dolphins fans too. Like it, it sparks a conversation for, for multiple reasons. And Mo, when I had this jacket, it starts talking about football. Yeah. And everybody knows I love fucking football. And this whole fantasy thing is a new, like, I know it's not new in the world, but I don't care about it. But Tammy's new to it. So I, and I'm playing it for free online. So it's kind of new. I'm, I've been brought into this world before I wasn't into it. And he's got, you can see he's got this buzz going and he can't wait. He can't wait to tell you about his thoughts on football. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, we connected on this whole other way that we never would have if he wasn't buzzed. Absolutely. And I love that. Yeah. Like I gained a whole new respect because of the alcohol and the party situation and all that. I don't trust myself or also I'm smart enough to know that this moment in time you you can't chase the dragon. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. If you try to recreate this moment no. at at three o'clock, at eight o'clock, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna be a whole different moment. <laughs> it's not gonna it happen. could turn into something else. It could turn me into not recognizing your boss at Walmart. <laughs> and so um and so, but I like I appreciate that. And I wanna do it like way more. Nicole is the worst because she is just so work mode all the time. Yeah. And the second she's in this party mode. She becomes a, one of the most amazing people you want to hang out with. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like she's a party sure. girl in every sense. She's like a guy's guy. She's a fucking girl's girl. She's all of it, right? Yeah. And just like, oh, why not just hang out more with this? Yeah. But not particular because it turns me into Dr. Jekyll or whatever, <laughs> right? Like it turns me because I do have to leave here and go into the fucking the brighter of the world. And so I don't allow myself to share that with everybody in that same kind of way. I, I don't have the uh, ability. You know what I mean? I'd have to really drink fake beer and water for the first four hours yeah. to do it. Um, and it's not worth it that much to me. Like, that's I don't fair. know what I'm missing. That's fair. Right? Like, um, so that's how I like I feel about it like that or whatever, right? So, but you do end up learning things. What was crazy about this year was fun is uh, is chopping up with Alvin for a little bit and uh, shooting the shit with other people. And so, um, just because it's on the board, I'm just going to like, I'm shoehorning it in there. You find out, especially if you go out and smoke a joint, like as a friend, you get into these social circles that you like wouldn't get into at all at work. And um, I've always, although we've talked about shit about Kyle and Zach, same guy, but you know, Zach yeah. is his name. Yeah. And I just jokingly called uh, Kyle for fucking, for some stupid reason, it had a Kyle face to me or whatever. But I've never had a hate. He's never done me wrong. Yeah. He's just been like a frustrating type of character. He's a young kid. And, uh, you know, things don't always come easy to him for him and he's, he doesn't do everything the right way or whatever. There's more of a frustration for you, I think, with him in in other dealings. But you've you've come up with him in the podcast type of forum, not when we've just mocked him for silly things he's done or whatever, but just like um, uh, I've admitted that he would be the type of person I would shadow at one time. Yeah. Like, you know, like reluctantly I would do it to help the company like you want me to because you're yep, so good at what you do. And I was like, you know what? This would be the type of kid, like he, he never really pisses me off that much. He's like nice enough to me or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I guess I should call him by his right name and I should, you know, do that. But it's never really come to pass. This is another like lesson that for kids. Just say yes and it'll never really be bothering <laughs> you like that. So oh. we're outside fucking smoking and uh, not you, but I'm out there smoking and uh, I got my Dolphins jacket on bring conversations. And so, Zach fucking says, yeah, my dad's he's a big Dolphins fan. Because other people were coming and saying the same thing. He goes, oh, yeah? He goes, yes. He goes, yeah, actually, like, I'm named after a dolphin. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, like me and my sister. And I go, oh, my God. 
54. You're you're named after fucking Zach Thomas. Like one of the best dolphin ever. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like fucking, oh my god, I have so much respect for your dad right now. <laughs> Not even him. <laughs> he had no choice in the matter. He doesn't even know who Zach Thomas is. Right? Like he was named after a player. Like he no, he's not playing now. He you watch him up. You watch. He might have. I don't. Well, he don't knew know. he was named after him. Well, he, yeah. He goes, yeah. Well, my dad's such a big Dolphins fan that I'm named after a Dolphins fan. And he, as soon as he said it, I go, "There's only one Zach Dolphin that I know." He goes, "Yeah, and my sister uh, Taylor, she's named after a Dolphin, Jason Taylor, number ninety nine. <laughs> I have both of your fucking jerseys in my. Well, I don't have a Zach That's Thomas. Crazy. And I'm like, God damn. I go, how do I not? You know what I mean? Like the universe is telling me. To like, like I, I probably be best friends with your fucking dad. So are you gonna do it? It's not been brought up to my attention. Don't worry, I got you. Shut up. But I'm just <laughs> saying, like, I, that's a conversation. So Zach was the type of kid who's you don't realize how nervous he is around grownups. Yeah. Right, like he's a grown up himself. He's no, a man. He's not. Yeah, that's that's problem. Right, <laughs> like that's a problem. I don't even know how old he actually is. He's young, but he's not. He's in his twenties. Yeah, but that's right. Like he's a grown. up. By the time your kid's twenty, you're gonna tell him he's a grown up. Damn right. By the time <laughs> my kid's sixteen, if they act like it. So I'm just like this fucking kid. He's named after a fucking player that I watched as a twenty. I was his age watching his watching namesake it? being played. So me and his dad would probably have all kinds of things in common. Like his dad probably, other than knowing his kid's a dumbass. So you're going to shadow him to get to his dad. Uh, maybe, yeah. No, no I, I think I owe it to his dad to, <laughs> to, not, to, to not not do it. Well, that's... Isn't that crazy? Insane. I think you should do it. I'm going to actually try to really, Shut up. No, really I'm just trying to connect. efforts into it. I'm bringing in I a like work it. party story. I like, I like it. I never would have known that about Zach. I would be doing that on Monday. But I can't I'm not call him Kyle there. anymore no, because I know this is named Zach. I have to be more respectful. Deborah. Um so I learned that at the fucking party. That's cool. I didn't know that. Um, I also, when these, this is, un, uh, it's it's part of the age circle of life thing. Like I thought like, oh my God, I'm so old that this kid's named after somebody I watched. Talking with Alvin, just mentioned shit. He told me like he was a fat fuck way back in the day. We, we had that in common. Although I'm getting there now. He's not now. But, uh, and I was just talking shit and he was, he was talking about how he liked the company. This, it got to a weird way. And I was like, yeah, like. I like sticking around more than I like moving around. And he's like, yeah, I used to be more moving around, but like, it's the kind of place I'd like to stick around. And I think, like, yeah, I knew that like from way back when I did a co-op and I said, I just mentioned the na- the year. Like, yeah, we co-op in 88. And he's like, eh, record scratch. He's like, bro, I was born in 88. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, well, well I don't know what you want me to tell you. And then you just tell him like, yeah, well now you're just as old to these guys as I might be to you. Yeah. And uh, so just getting into that kind of conversation or whatever. Um, that was great. And so you, you, you're bonding like this. And so also, you also don't realize how you, you could be talked about. Like nothing was revealed. Like you obviously know people obviously must talk about you. I don't know if this party is so. a situation where you learn new things about what people might know about you or not. Um, just certain things about like work, but not personally. I think you learn things about, things about people, how people think of you. People um, might have told you or what they want of you. Yeah, in terms of an expectations employee, or yeah. like what they think of what you do. Like, yeah, they think that we're doing a good job and like certain things of how I manage people and my shortcomings and stuff like that. But usually they just talk to me about, they. I don't know. I really only think people only talk about me in a work type of a way. Other than some people like you, obviously, Jay. You don't think people talk about you. You don't think you have a reputation about you that th- ties into work and who you might be? I think I have a reputation of 
coming to work and positivity. That's what I think. You, you, uh, you, uh, see, how can I say this without thinking that this is what we were talking about? You were, you don't think we, you talk about me and other people working who they are. Like, oh, Johnny's going to act like this way in a certain way. Or like we mostly harp on a negative thing of, you know what I mean? Like this asshole does this like this or whatever. But, you know, people are, are who they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we talk yeah. like Ali, like hates authority or whatever. They do this like, and they act in a certain way. Um, I'm thinking more of like an idea of who we think people are. Like you, I, I'm not the only one who thinks you're a politician. Yeah, I'm not really? the only one. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I've had these exact conversations. I think when we just like what Brian's Brian, I think of it, maybe I'm interpreting it in a way if it's like, yeah, he's fucking chatty Kathy. Like he needs to know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't. You got to admit. I'm not trying I to put that, it like for sure. That's you, how I you am. You have to know. Like you know what I mean? Like oh, Brian's going to know. You're you're good at it. You're 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 not like a. Need, you don't show how you need to know. Mm -hmm. You want to know, and you know how to know, mm -hmm. and you got everybody. People seek you out in that kind of way. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like you going to seek it out. You just learned how to be fed information. Shh, that's a secret, Jay. And so people know that about you. It's oh, not like shit. people know that. Yeah, Brian's going to know what's going on. Like people know, like how how the fire start. Well, ask Brian or whatever it is, or yeah, they can tease you about how fast you're moving on up or whatever. But like. You have this um, vision that's obvious to see of, you know what I mean? Like, because uh, you're good at it, of, oh, this guy's moving up. This guy's not happy of just doing this. Mm -hmm. This is one of the things I said to you. Oh, you're not even just happy of being a boss, of being in the welding thing. Oh, you have visions of, like, not to, to take anybody out. I'm going to get off this other. Oh, it's like, whoa, how, how do I want to grow in the company? Yeah. Not just grow. Not just grab that next rung. Just like, oh, what's the rung on the ladder beside me? Oh, what does this person do? That's and exactly what, 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 how I see it. And I, I've never looked at people or the company like that. I've never, it was not confusing, it's not the right word, but it was a revelation to me that you could actually look at the party like that. Mm -hmm. Like saying, oh, I like how she does what she does. How can I do that? And I don't know if you look at it like like that. Like, why do you look at it like that? Is it like, is it a boredom? Is it just a resume building thing? I have no clue. I don't think it's an intentional thing. It's yeah. Just, I, that's just how I am. I think people, so people recognize that in you. I think I'm like, just like the movie. You're trying to like, take their job, take them out? Yes. Yes. You have that in you. <laughs> I don't want to take anybody If you out. want to, you can. But I don't want to, I'm not like that. But you that, don't though. do that. You don't have to. Nah. You, they create it for you. Yeah. Right? And you're there to take the reins when it's necessary and you're finding your way in that. And I thought that was just like the most natural path ever. Mm. But then you reveal to me, it's just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually think of this or that, or the other. And I'm like, huh? It, that was a new way to think about it to me, like a new way to think about your own life trajectory. Mm -hmm. Right. Like not just like mine was just like, Oh, you can be a welder and then be the boss of all the other welders or do something totally different. I didn't want to, but you know what I mean? Like that's how you move further up mm -hmm. and you can see that. So, okay, could I get the scheduling? And I was just like, I, I was not like wrongly. I was mocking you in ways like, well, you could just be a train conductor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like what you're describing that you would want to do in this company, you could do like in a whole different um, area of life. Yeah. Like, well, well, if you're going to do that, why wouldn't you just to see if you can keep the trains on time? And you're looking at me like, well, yeah, I could do that too. And I'm like, well, why would I, 
what's wrong with me that I wouldn't look at that in a positive way? Like, what's wrong? Like, that's a great characteristic to have. Yeah, but, you know, everybody's different. And we've had this conversation before. Like, you, I don't, you can't, it's, it's hard to expect people to be like you. You know what I mean? So when when I see people like uh, like you or like Ron, who are just, you guys can do everything on the floor. I know I'm not going to be able to do everything. I know I'm, there's no way, there's no amount of uh, learning that I can do that will ever match the experience of the older guys in the shop. But some people look at that as a goal. That is a goal. But it's just not my goal. Yeah. I didn't. I told Selena years ago I became a welder to not be a welder. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. That's for sure because I like I enjoy doing the job we I did. <laughs> <laughs> now you're saying I do, it. But I uh, I I initially came here to just to just try and see where it goes, see where I could go. I think that's a confusing part. Like that's not lack of a better term. Confusing is the the part that is harder for me to grasp is that I've never met somebody that did that like you like that. Mm. Like that, that because when we started this, when we did it, you did enjoy welding. Yeah. You, you do, you did. You were right in that crux of, oh, you enjoy what you do just like I enjoy what I do and I made it my career. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it became a revelation. It's like, oh, no, I've, I, I used to enjoy that. Like there's no, it's not like you still don't. It's just like fucking like, that's such a standing in, time moment mm -hmm. right like and you you've just never thought of the life like that mm -hmm. and where i come from, i've never thought of my job as much as i think you think of your job mm -hmm. i think of my job as a means to keeping me happy yeah i think you think of how do i keep happy in my job yes i think that's why you're happy I about do. fucking mondays i do yes i think absolutely. that's why why would like you just be i think that's i think that's more of a dream concept i think you can live the dream in your you just have to be delusional yes yeah that's absolutely. alcohol helps yeah, but for sure. we're all delusional. We all fucking we delusion are. ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, I know, honey, that's not a real world, but um, we all fucking uh, fake it till we make it. Like, and, and the reward that I think you're looking for, without even knowing it, in my mind, is never worth it. Never. It's never gonna come. The reward. It is, is if you're not unhappy. It's never gonna. I'm not unhappy. I know that. So I'd I'd be on. I'd be happy doing anything right now because, like I said, I'm slightly delusional. I make myself believe that Mondays is the best day of the week. Eventually, it's just a habit that it's. There's no problem about Mondays, right? And now I'm just like that. So I'm 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 fine throughout the entire week. But I don't think the 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 goal that I chase, like the seven-year itch goal where I need to go do something else, will ever come. I don't think that'll ever come. I think if in order for me to stay somewhere, I don't even know. I don't have an answer for that. I don't know. I don't think you should. I, thought, I, I think they, I think the two can't work together. If you had an answer, then you wouldn't be the type of person that has that seven-year thing. That's true. Right? Like you would, like, I'm the one who has the feet on the beach of Palm Beach. You know what I mean? Like, like whatever. I want to be, but I've I've concentrated on how on parts of my life that, that where I'm not happy in my head and want to just get to a happy place. And work has never been the means for me to do that. Mm -hmm. I think the, the sense of accomplishment that you have of being good at certain aspects of different jobs gives you a, a satisfaction of accomplishment, mm -hmm. right? Or whatever. What I would hope for, because well, it doesn't matter to me, you're never getting rid of me now, but what could happen with a company like ours, which is kind of, 
had a problem in stagnation, which is kind of kind of breaking out for that right yep. now, which I've always said to you is right place, right time. Yeah, I've always thought of it in a way of just like oh, being the next Ali or being you know I mean Medeiros. But when you say you could be the next, like what Nicole does, it's like wow, like you know what I mean, like that was the the, the revolution or the the realization I've come to with that is just like oh, you can do that. Mm-hmm. You're not just trying to move up in a building sense of like of of squaring up a fucking box. You're in the sense of building a company, yeah. of working with these HR people, of understanding of working with marketing people. Like the Maderoses and the Ali's, they can't do that. No. You're the next logical step to do that. Right? And even have a podcast with one of the older fucking crustier guys there. Like like I think both can be accomplished in the same spot. Mm-hmm. This has so much room that you can build the little universe you are without being stuck as just a welder mm-hmm. or just a welding supervisor. Yeah. I I find that where like I could always have been a salesman. That was like a natural progression of people to do. I hate that idea of a job. Yeah. I might be more materially satisfied, but it would just be the, the pressure of being a salesman yeah. is gross. I agree. And I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. <laughs> but people gotta get stuck into it. Yeah. Right? Like you're too good to be a salesman. In my mind, I'm too good to be a salesman. Absolutely. Those people are dirty. So but that's you don't have to do that. You can find room in a company like this where you can use your uh, powers of wanting to change to get them to come out of that stagnation because you don't you don't have it in you to do that. You, you're going to get stuck in it every now and then, for sure. But from our conversations with this, you don't you don't get stuck in it. No, you just got to be patient. It's funny my my uh, my uh, Monday motivational quote. I don't know if it's this Monday because I scheduled both because I'm not here and. This Monday or the Tuesday back, one of them is, and my, my, you know, I write something underneath. It was something like, because I remember you said something and it just made me think to say this. It was like stagnation, something, something. I can't remember the rest of it now, but it was something to do with stagnation. And that, I think it's going to be in January. And I remember I was looking, was looking through quotes and then, and I just remember us talking about stagnation. And I said, okay, then it, I guess this, this is in my head right now. I have I to put it. To it I, won't find it. I have to put it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, I know you're listening. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, that's, uh, so I, my, I butchered my point. We got to a, a better point. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. It got my fault more than yours. But when you don't understand what people think of you, mm. right? Like you think people just think you're in this work sense. And you bring that for sure, but you, your personality with this, people know you have no time for stagnation. I think that becomes apparent in our company and you find other ways to grow. That's mm. going to become, you could become the next Nicole, whatever it is, like, or move on or something different. And our company, like I said, oh, this whole air, like the ground servicing, like they, they pivoted and they went a whole new thing. So they are ripe for somebody to have that kind of mindset. Mm-hmm. So, but you're thought of in this work sense and work sense and, I don't know what other people think of you in a non-work sense type of way yeah. where, where they think of you like this. And you, you'll never really do know. What's funny for what I learned or whatever is it's like you never know when people are talking about you yeah. until they tell you that like what they're thinking of you. Yeah. What you've talked about about me or something, it's like people told you, hey, don't go talk to him. You know what I mean? Like he's grumpy, doesn't need to, you'll do it anyway. And so you end up here. So I start talking to people that had a couple of drinks and then they say, say, say yeah, Mar- Marcel is told. So Marcel has got a big mouth. Yeah. So Marcel has been telling people all kinds of stories about me to people all over the years. Yeah. Some of it has to do with work, uh, very now, but most of it that I heard last week that, or last year had nothing to do with work. 
And so we would just be outside talking with Zach and other people. And these are all young kids that they still play hockey. Marcel plays hockey. I played hockey with Marcel. I went from being a goalie to now having goalie equipment in my garage. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a goalie. I haven't played for years. You haven't even put it on? No, I don't. I, I'm too broken. I can fuck. I need a hip surgery. <laughs> Are you broken. fucking kidding me? And so I've never thought of it at all. But Marcel has hockey stories about me for days and has told these guys. So every now and then you have a thing and you'll it'll innocently enough be at work, right? Or with Jacob or even anybody else. Like, and say, yeah, you know what? I was uh, doing something like this and that. Blah, blah, blah. And they'll go, oh, yeah, I heard about that. And you'll be like, fuck, what did you hear? What do you know? Yep. And you'll be saying, you'll say, but so I heard so many, I heard so many stories about that. And so, that, and so they actually paint me more of, of a positive light. These were just like, what I just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't mind these stories being told about me. Yep. So I heard a couple of like, so my legacy of being a goalie is living on with these young guys because of Marcel. Mm, Felix Potvin over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tiger did back. I'd love to be Felix Potvin. Um, I, well, I do not want to fucking get off on this because I do it. So um, Booby was a bit of a hit of the story, of the part of the podcast. Booby looked great. He was dressed to his nines with his fake glasses. Yep. Uh, new fresh haircut. Yep. And um, he's he knows how to be so, you wouldn't think of it because he's kind of awkward and every now and then, but he, he nails it. Yeah, he's he good. does the Christmas party right. Yeah, he does. He's really friendly with everybody. He takes all the pictures. He's fucking happy. Um, and I don't know if every year I'll learn something new about Booby at the fucking party, but uh, I learned this year that he makes his own whiskey. Yeah, yeah. He's got like a family tradition. They make their own whiskey. He says he's going to bring me some one time. 57%. Yeah, he's been saying it for years, though. He's going to bring me Oh, we have to some. call him out on that shit yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, but he was like a happy guy. He's always. Been appreciative of like what you guys work out or whatever, but uh, like I don't. He gave me a hug when he left. That's how friendly he was. But I, he told me, he told you that he loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Booby loves me. He was fucking like we're talking. About, <laughs> I love you, man. And he had no alcohol in him, even though yeah. he makes his own whiskey. Yeah, he had like one beer. <laughs> so what do you think of something like that? Like he, that? Booby tells me he loves me all the time. He calls me on the weekend for no reason. Oh my god, he, he does like, love you. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I'm not does. saying you shouldn't. I know we're all here. We all appreciate you. I'm yeah. not, I'm not can't admit saying the word myself, but, but you know, no, I mean, like, that was just, I was like, true. Oh, so, man, thank you. I love you. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what that party invokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he would, he, oh, he said it to you before, I guess. Oh, yeah. so he said it to me several that's times. That's the vibe. That's what, that was a good party, fucking. Yeah. Everybody's happy. Everybody's in love. Again. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's, <laughs> it's we're all like there for the, for the proper reasons. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's one of the better Christmas parties that I've been to. I don't, I don't think I've been to a Christmas party that I've enjoyed. Only the one other that was a it was a union party when I was at the airport. Oh yeah, and I got really drunk and I brought my cousin. I've never, I've never told this story on this show, um, but this is probably my favorite Chris company Christmas party that I've ever been to. These are, yeah, these are fun. I'm, I'm glad that you. Uh didn't leave early like I did. I had a great party because I had this good time. Yeah. I left with a, a decent buzz. You didn't leave super early. What no, I waited leave? till, so like they, you have to stay there till three. Yeah. Like all the prizes are gone by three and then the boss says that. And then a lot of the people that are on the outside of the social circles that yeah. don't like have podcasts, I don't know, they might. But like <laughs> all the, all the, uh, all the, the riffraff, they kind of just like leave and it gets real, like so almost half the party leaves right at three o'clock. Yeah. And then slowly it kind of shifts down. Um, and yeah, like the, the the easiness to stay there for another couple hours is right there. But like I said, we talked, we were like, that's why I don't want to leave. But 
you are ripe for that part. That's where it right, right gets to go. Like I said, like I, you're not, you don't overindulge or you, you haven't, you're too young. You haven't made the mistakes that I have made in my, not yet. Like, not yet. You'll, not you'll get yet. there. <laughs> but uh, that, that's ideal for me personally. So Tammy came, pick me up. Uh, she was like, yeah, I'm going to the bulk barn right beside the bar you're at. And I said, yeah, go there. I'll meet you there. So, and like, I, I was perfect. I was fine. We, I was sober enough to do Lego the whole rest of the day. Nice. Like I didn't make a fool of myself with at home. So, uh, I, I, the, I wanted to stay there and, and revel in all the things you do, but my point was made. I, you yeah. know, I mean, I, no. I wasn't the first to leave with the last, they know that, uh, I don't know. It's like, I, I think that, uh, this is kind of hard. How to say this? Even though you know you would like to stay with the comp- like the people that are there, yeah, doesn't mean you have to. No, that's no. all. That's I guess how I like. I don't know. No, it's tied up don't in a bow. Have to. No, um, but I'm glad that you did not do all the uh, the problems. That- this I don't even know how long we've been doing this kind of thing. But the uh, the the last thing I can kind of think of with this, and I don't know if we we had this conversation because of the Christmas party. I think I kind of tied it in with bit, being in this circle of life age thing where. Alvin tells me he's born the year I started there <laughs> and talking to like a young guy like Zach yeah. when he has it. And then seeing the other people, I'm well, like, like Sunil's story. That's almost like fucking eight, 10 years old now. I don't know how old it is now, but it's almost like a legacy story now yeah. and other people seeing. So, um, like I was saying it like you were, I don't know how good, but see how you, old I am to some of these younger people and see how young they seem to me. And just like, you it ended up coming to a conversation where you said who would want to be young again? Yes. What's the age cutoff? We we were talking like like a dumb sixteen year old, like a dumb twenty five year old. Like what's you don't want to be me? I'm not saying you don't like you're not mocking me, but is are you in the fucking the best now? When do you uh, say you don't want to be young again? Is what young is? Well, would I want to be Kevin and sorry, Kev, sound confused to me? Knowing what I know now. That's the thing. And that's, it's, it's like, when have, when have you ever looked at a young person and say, I want it to be them? Unless the young person is extraordinary, nobody says, I want to be like that person. You have to be an extraordinary young person to want to be like. You, and that is not, that is not a goal for me. You know what I mean? I don't, th- I, th- I don't know if you, I don't know if you miss youth yet. Like uh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm broken. I miss. I, I don't have regrets. Like decision wise, physically for sure. Physically for sure. You, you can be like, yeah, it is to be young again. But it's not a goal for me to say. Like, say if I'm, uh, physically, I, I just, I, I'm not with the speed. But neither is Bill Gates, and he's one of the richest guys in the world. You know what I mean? Physically. There's there's a lot of other things you can do in life that are people older than you who do better than you because they've had more experience than you and that makes more sense to be want to be like than somebody who can for example I can look at I can look at um Ja Morant great basketball player he's so young he's spunky but even though I don't like LeBron James I would rather be like LeBron James at 40 with the mind that he has for basketball and the physicality and he's 40 he's almost 40 so that to me is more impressive than john morant being young and being bad that to me is just i don't look i just don't look at them as like a a goal to go towards i think experience and um like a mental uh strength is more it's just more intriguing to me do you think you the appeal of the experience is more appealing to you than the appeal of youth 
Yeah, because youth is is fleeting. It's not it's not a real it's not something that stays around forever. You never lose the experience. Yeah, you never lose the experience unless you lose your mind. And that will eventually happen. But the problem is, you know what I think is that and I don't I don't I don't live my life I thinking like this all the time, but you know what Bill Gates can't get compared is the time back. Absolutely. Right? Like I I think like he will look at a guy like you and like Compared to him, like have like nothing like he had figured out or whatever the experiences that he has, but what he can't do is experience being thirty six now. Absolutely, right? Like it's, but I think it's a failed, it's a a bad place to live. Yeah. Like I don't look at youth like that either. Mm-hmm. Like I don't look at youth. I think it reminds you of missed opportunity. For it's sure. like like dumb decisions that you might have made. Yeah, I think it's a fool's game to like think of. Because it will never work out what you have, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's best to be happy where you are now or try to change it now. Yeah. Like, all you really do have is now. Exactly. And Looking I, back. I do, but it's hard not to look at youth jealously. Like, it's, it's, mm. it's easy to say young and dumb and to say that and to say, knock Kevin for just, like, not knowing what he thinks he's about to get into, but... That's what comes with that youth. Like, yeah. it's, it's, I don't know if it's a jealousy thing to knock. It's like, oh, you, this is what I was guessing at. Like, so I can, when do I stop looking at, do I look at you guys at like 36 and go, oh, that was the time of your life? Yeah. But are you looking at us at 36 and saying that was the time of your life because what? Because of the experience? You already had your experiences. You already had your 36. Are you only looking at it because I get up a little faster than you? Does that really matter? I don't know. It might be, you're right. I don't think it should. And I think deep down it, if you've lived your best life or you're feeling the best about yourself, um, you look at it like you had your experiences. Yeah. The problem is, is, is concentrating too much on the word had. Does that mean like, I don't have more coming up? Like watching Kevin, watching Kevin, just like thinking about, um, like, uh, getting married and like having kids do all that stuff. Just like, bro, you just don't know. You sound like you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You have no idea. But it's just like, oh man, like I'm not doing that. I've already done it. I've already had my shot. Mm-hmm. Now am I jealous that you're taking that shot and you don't even know what you're not going to know? You know what I mean? Because you say like, oh, I wish I could go back now. You don't want to go back to high school because you know what two plus two is. You want to go back to high school because you know how you can fucking get any chick you want now. You know how you can fake it till you make it. You know yeah. what is, you know what I mean? I'm going to fucking put stock in IBM or whatever it For is. For sure. But the only way I would want to go back is to take my experiences that I have now back with me. Then I'd just rather be me then. Yes. I wouldn't want to go I back agree. just to get a couple. I mean, yes, getting a couple more years on your life would obviously be great. But at the end of the day, I'm going back with who I am right now. I'm not going back to be that person that I was. That's why looking at wanting to be young or trying to be young forever to me is kind of ridiculous because they, the, all the smart, rich people are old. <laughs> not young. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. That's really good. I just, I think you think of it like, I think you're good at that. I think you're, you're on point. I don't think you, not that you have to worry about that. I think your mindset about how you look at what you do for a living keeps you fresh, mm-hmm. keeps you in that, like no chance to regret it. I'm not saying I look at it like I regret it like that. I just like, oh, when I brought up the hockey talk, it's because they're they're playing hockey now. Yeah. Like I I can't do it now. Yeah. Right? Like it's but that's a physical thing. It's not like I can look at it and go, oh, you know what? I should have played. Yes. That's See? right. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't like you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, go 
just try it to do it. You know what I mean? Like I think, I think if you're smart enough, you realize that like you still have time to 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 do that now. Don't look at Zach and go, oh man, wish I was like a 24 year old guy playing hockey and my dad was a dolphin. Like I don't, I don't, I'm not jealous. It's not a jealousy thing. Yeah. It's it's more of a um, envy. It's envy. Envy fucking nails it. Yeah. It's because you fucking pompous kid. You don't know what is in yes. front of you. Yeah. Right. Like, and I don't think that ever has an age. Yeah, I think the frustration comes because it's like, I feel you. I feel like sometimes I'm. I mean, I, I, they they call me old, but I'm not. I don't think I'm that old. But like when I when I look at somebody like Zach, and I say like, man, and I just talk to him, and I just listen to how he talks about like work and stuff. Like, if you just turn your head a little bit, you could make yourself so much. You could set yourself so much better in the future. I think that's one thing that. Uh, when you look back, you, you you're looking back like you could do something better. Yeah, you're not wishing you were in that situation. You just what you would do if you were that situation. Exactly. So, it's, it's, but yeah, I think that's that's innocent enough. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's real. I think at the party though, that's where those I got kind of caught some of those feelings, not of nostalgia, not just just like I was aware of them. Like I think I was not drunk enough not to know that what was going on. But I was on that drunk level. Oh, these conversations are happening now. Yeah. And it's almost one of those things where if you hang out with your old friends for too long, all you talk about is remember when, remember when, remember when. And then you start to go, yeah, yeah, these kids today, they don't know what good music is. Or the, yep. instead of going like, hey, why do you like that? Exactly. Or where does that come from? Or why do you think that way? Exactly. Like, and then you, just as easy, you can, like for me personally, you can say, hey, good for you. You told that guy you wanted to do a podcast with him. You fucking said, you know what I mean, this, and all of a sudden you're learning about this, that, or the other. There you go. But it's, um, yeah, I mean, without being in a, uh, I don't know, without being in a world, a perceived world that will allow you to try to do those kind of things, you almost don't think it's available to you. Yeah. You think, oh, that's something some stupid kids do. Or that's something, and it's just like, you know what, like, just embrace what you might want to do. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that then you don't have to worry about, oh, if I was young, I could do a podcast now. Or, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's, you just don't, when you even think, when you're young and you see an old 40-something person in school, like a university, you know yeah. maybe, oh, I was actually going to bring that up earlier. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you can look at them like, oh, this loser didn't know what they wanted to do when they were 25. Or it's like, oh, admad, like, uh, admire the fact that they're like, Trying to figure wanted, it out. Yeah, when I was in college, there was a guy who, he was older, and he's like, I just wanted to learn this stuff. He's like, I got laid off from my job. I was just like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to go into this. And he's just learning something. He was, it was something, I can't remember what he did, but it was something, This is, uh, TV and broadcasting was way left field than what he was doing. Way so is field. that something to mock? I mean, not now no, in this conversation, you, you just let it they're go. not mocking at all. No, I would never mock somebody. But for was learning. there a certain percentage of people that were teasing him as he's an old guy at school? I don't know. I don't know. It's I easy. wasn't. I know I wasn't. Well, you're a mature fuck, so I don't know. Like, I don't know. I was just like, it's 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 it, yeah. I was like, well, that's what it, who cares shit. what people think of you? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like who, who cares? cares? But this is where I'm saying, like, I didn't know people had a. I have a very positive. Because of Marcel, I have a positive story about me as a goalie, right? <laughs> yeah. Like because Marcel's told stories about me smashing people with my blocker, yeah. about fucking playing outside in the fucking cold weather. Like it's a legend. This yeah. is not that important, but you know, I become a legend of, of my hockey ways. 
so much story. Oh, wouldn't it be great if we got a team together? We... No, 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 no. Let those stories say <laughs> where they are. Don't, don't ruin. If you the got stories. a glimpse of me how I would play now, it would ruin all the stories. Well, you could start practicing. Uh, so I want to thank no. <laughs> <laughs> I am not about. I got to get my fucking push-ups in. Never mind practicing being a goalie. Again. Yeah. One day, who knows? Yeah, why not? Oh, bro. Well, uh, I think we might have left it all out there. We did. I want to thank everybody for listening to the Work Related Podcast. We are related by work on X yep. and Twitter and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, everybody. And uh, we'll uh, get another one in next week. See you then. Peace.